Talking nerd. On today's show, Deadpool 2 gets a director. The Hamilton guy wants to play a Marvel villain. You can make $100,000 if you watch Guardians of the Galaxy really closely and a shocking new cast addition to Thor Ragnarok. Plus, what's going on with Ronda Rousey? Rogue One gets a final trailer and The Walking Dead is losing viewers week after week. All that and much more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Friday, November 25th, 2016. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock and Nerd. That's right, we're jocking with nerdin. We're spoiler alerting right here on the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Welcome, thanks for joining us. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. And he's the rug boy. Good earth to your rugs. Welcome back. What's up? What's up? What's up? Nice to have you back. We missed you last week. Not really, but maybe. Yeah. We did a show last week. Yeah. You remember? <laughs> did anybody listen to it? I bet neither of you uh, guys. I listen. haven't gotten a chance yet. It's, I usually listen to everything. It's been a great look. It's been a crazy week. I don't I don't blame you. Look, if you're a first time listener, welcome to the Jock and Nerd Weekly, where we hang out every week and geek out over comic book TV, movie related news uh, about Marvel, DC, Star Wars, whatever floats our boat. Uh, and that's what we're going to do right here. Uh, but before we begin, I want to say happy post turkey day to everybody in the States. We had Thanksgiving. That means today when we're recording it's something called Black Friday, which sounds really racist if you're not from this country. Oh, uh, shit. But it's uh, what I don't understand about this is how is this still a thing? There are still videos of people trampling each other to save $10 on a goddamn toaster oven. Uh, what? What? Why, how is this? How are we still falling for this in this day and age? Actually, the deals are pretty good. I have never gone to Black Friday. Well, that's the, have you guys ever experienced I've one of these mobs? I've done it once. Yeah. I, haven't done, I haven't done a morning. I will never... Well, I can't say never, but I'll never. I'm gonna say it. And I'll never jump in. I'll never do the midnight or like. Where you rush go in. after and you wait. Yeah, all night. but I, I've been to like the mall on a Black Friday, and the deals are pretty good. But like with the internet in this day and age, yeah, where you, you don't, don't have to, do to leave, like what the fuck you buy. Well, sometimes shit you don't there's need. deals that are in store only. Ugh. I just don't like annoying people. Uh, yeah, and like I just don't like annoying people and standing online, and that's like what that is. You know. As fucked up as the world is right now with revolutions, political upheaval, we see people at their absolute worst on Black Friday. It makes no sense to me. I'm like, why are we still falling for this? Ah, consumerism, you are a fickle bitch. You still got us by the balls. Oh, shit. Dude, there's a store. It's called Five Below. It's Black Friday every day. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like these prices are... Are they are normal like in the summer? They just inflate them at other times of the year and bring them back to normal on Black Friday. Yeah, it's a fucking scam. Anyways, another piece <laughs> of show news, Anthony. Right? I don't know if it's a scam. But I, <laughs> it's a fucking scam. Ah, uh, look, uh, I'm very excited to announce that uh, we're we're not going to have the jock for a few weeks. <laughs> that's not. That, <laughs> Bro, do you even podcast? Is that an announcement? That's Is not. That, why you're you're very that. excited to announce <laughs> that. 
Well, well you, now you have someone that won't uh, just automatically agree with all the bullshit that comes out. I'm, well, that's we need what someone like say, that. Anthony. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited. Well, the other guy's a fucking puppet, so <laughs> he has not much of a choice. <laughs> you agree with everything I say, or I pull the cotton from your fucking slack hole. <laughs> uh, I'm excited. Why you, we're not going to have the jock for a few weeks, Anthony? Why is that? I'm excited. Why? What? What are you saying? I'm excited um, for you. You're excited for me. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, I will be going to the Filipinas. Whoa! Yeah, right? For a couple of weeks, so. But he's going back. Have you, have you ever uh, been to the Filipinas? I've technically, I was present in the Philippines when I was two years old, but when your brain doesn't work. That doesn't count. I don't count that. Yeah. Oh. So, no. I, I mean, to go, like, uh, as an adult, to, like, have you been outside of the U.S.? Like, overseas? Oh, like, like, Mexico. No, that doesn't count. Well, that doesn't oh, really what's, count. What spurred this uh, trip, Anthony? It's a family reunion. Oh, awesome. And oh. in a real fucking cheap flight. 600 okay. bucks. Is your Polish side going or just the Filipino side going? Just the Filipino side. <laughs> they don't let you the Polish. Tagalog? Mm-mm. Oh, really? Yeah. This no, is the- I understand a little bit, but. Oh, my God. I just, I did. Look, it's great but to Amer- see the, the world. Philippines is very uh, American. Sure. But you're yeah. still, you're still you in for English. some culture shock, my friend. Oh, I know. And I can't wait till you experience that because once you see. You travel, dude. You realize that like everybody's doing the same shit around the world. It's very small. And here's the first thing you'll notice when you come back to America. Ah, there's not that many fat people outside of this country. Oh, Let shit. me tell you, just from the airport to airport, you're like, wow. It's just so noticeable when you come back. Um, <laughs> I'm, how, I can't wait for that. Yeah. How you realize that like all the large people are on this end of the flight. Huh, you think that's you're going to find a Philippine bride while you're there? Ooh. Uh, if I do, she's going to stay in the Philippines. Yeah, because you don't want them Americanized. <laughs> no. It's no. going to be like, you, should, you just got, it's like that show, uh, 90 Day Fiance. You just uh, pull one of those. Yeah. yeah. Reverse. Uh, all right, look. Yeah, I'll be out for like, I don't know how many shows you plan on recording, but I'll be out for two two weeks or so. Listen, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have, we have people. We have, we have staff. Rugs. Yeah. We get the, uh, I'm sure the Matt Del Hauer will love to ju- jump in. Maybe you, you, maybe you can dig up Mr. Do-Right from the desk. Oh, uh, Do-Right. I wonder yeah, what Do-Right's doing. Do-Right on. We can have a great, uh, I'm going to ask him what he thinks about this uh, uh, semi-uneven season of The Walking Dead. But yeah. I'm just really happy that you get to kind of see the world and go back to your homeland as an adult and, you know. Just well, part of my homeland. Half, half. Homeland. Your half homeland. The Polish side of you is going to be like, this fucking sucks. What are we How doing many- here? How many generations in is your Polish side from in America? Like like more than three? Yeah, around three. So I, my Polish side is basically American. Yeah, so yeah. I think once you get to the third or fourth generation, yeah. you're pretty much uh, it's, it kind of American. washes. Yeah, I mean, my dad doesn't even speak Polish. Yeah, yeah, the culture is gets wiped out. Yeah, but the Polish side is what's going to get me recognized in the Philippines. Everyone's already told me that, like, what? you're going to fucking stand out. Because you have just a little bit different... Uh... I'm going to look totally different, and I'm going to be taller. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's anywhere you go in that part of the world, I guess. You're going to be taller. Uh, right on. Well, look, have fun. Uh, come back on One Piece. I'll try. And try. Uh, we'll, be, uh, we'll be holding we'll be holding down the fort for you. Uh, I've already set up a... Uh, a a bottle service night, like one of the best clubs there, and it's like really cheap. Oh yeah, dude. oh yeah, you can live like a king in Abs- American money. Absolutely, yeah. you can buy a mansion. You might not come back. Look, the jock may not come back once he gets a taste of a little. But you know, there's this thing called the internet. So even if I don't come back, I yeah. will eventually set up like a Wi-Fi. What's the time then- difference? It's like oh, tomorrow. Geez. There, it's like way. You really no, don't it's have like- anything holding you here, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, not really. Other than this Simran. show, yeah. just Imran, and he. 
He's holding. He has a pretty strong grip. Well, that's the beauty of the um, internet. Is if any of us, wherever we go, we can just still jump on and do the show. It don't matter. Are you going there by yourself, or are you flying with people? I'm flying with my mother. Oh. Well, I haven't. I haven't traveled with my parents in like seven, eight years. This so that'll be, be interesting. This is going to be great. Oh, I can't wait for this. This is going to be great. Let's hear all about it. This is going to be this going to be like a John Hughes movie. Like uh just a young young Filipino boy returns I, home. I want to predict himself. something. He's yeah. going to have like a religious experience in some kind of way. <laughs> he may come back all He's going to come back different. He's not going to be the same Anthony. He's going to he's going to revoke his Polish side I and think, just embrace the Filipino yeah. side. <laughs> <laughs> It could happen. <laughs> it could happen. It's a super Catholic country, so yeah. Oh I boy, become even more Catholic than I already am. Imagine he comes back Catholic. and he doesn't swear or like eat pork or whatever. That's different. I don't know what that is. No, uh, <laughs> that's like an amalgamation of a couple of cultures, right there. Just, just I've, I've been uh, thinking about visiting Romania, the land of where I, my birth. You should. Where I was cursed. They have great cheese. Of what? And I'm then told. you come back looking like Count Dracula. <laughs> yeah, or maybe. <laughs> Comes back with like a Doctor Doom mask uh, because you I know. I feel like I come back looking like Borat. You would you would run Romania. You would be you'd be the king of Romania. Yeah. Uh, all right. Enough of this bullshit. We have a lot of news to get to. So okay. let's hurry all up. Right. Get to it. Look. All right, Dad. <laughs> Watch me for the changes and try and keep up. The Jock, Jock and Nerd Podcast. We're going to start with, uh, it was a late breaking news piece that we, we uh, broke on our last show at the end of the show, uh, but I think we need further discussion, and that is that Deadpool 2 has a director now. They did hire uh, John Wick director David Leach. Remember, Ruggs, we talked about the, yeah, the speculation? Them. Uh, yeah, so according to Hollywood Reporter, Dave, Leach's name surfaced just days after Tim Miller's exit, uh, and they had the studio and had other filmmakers to look at which was uh, Rupert Sanders. We talked about Drew Goddard, Magnus Martins, but they gave the gig to David Leach. And they're also moving forward with Deadpool three. So Leach is Deadpool three. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to find another separate filmmaker and they're just, they're green lighting Deadpool three already putting it into motion. Jesus so Christ. Leech, That's probably a bad move. That, well, these guys are they're going full head on. Uh, Leach is well-versed in the action movie parlance, this article says. He made his directorial debut 2014, co-helming John Wick, the Keanu Reeves revenge thriller. Before that, he spent years as a stunt coordinator, second unit director, and he created a stunt company named 8711. Rugs, why is this guy a good pick for Deadpool? Well, the problem is, I mean, he's going to have the action shit nailed down. In fact, it's going to be next level stuff. That's Whereas great. the old one, yeah. um, Tim Miller, like he, he re- relied on like the computer graphics yes, a lot. Yes. Because he was, he was a computer graphics guy from blur. So um, I think this is going to be more conventional Kung Fu movie, like, you know, Hong Kong film making uh, action type, you know, like that fast John Woo stuff, you know, that, that crazy kind of cinema I think it's going to be more along those lines, and it might be good for Deadpool. And uh, he knows how to do things on a smaller budget because John Wick wasn't really super duper expensive. I don't. Ah, think. and and you just got to work well with the Ryan Reynolds, and you know, uh, take his tone. And I like I like that I like that point. You're gonna have some uh, straight up practical stun effects. Do you think they're going to lean that hard on the comedy on this one? Or what do you think? I mean, th- that's part of what made the first movie great. I know, Anthony. Yeah, I think they're going to amp up the comedy even more. Uh, Anthony, what do you think about, have you seen the John Wick? No. I haven't seen it. Either. Everyone <laughs> keeps saying it's good. I still have I've heard yet. it's good. 
I mean, everyone that I kind of value their opinion or trust has said this is a good replacement. So yes, it might be even better. Yeah. So, but I I do think the comedy for sure. I mean, that's Deadpool and and Ryan Reynolds with, you know, I think you got to like fucking put a muzzle on that guy or else he's just going to go nuts with the comedy It is you need to like salt and pepper that in. But if you can have a more of an intense, violent action scenes with this with his sense of comedy tone, well-balanced, uh, that, I mean, look, they Fox needs an X-Men franchise because theirs is ending and they're probably freaking out. Well, Deadpool is their, their next yeah, Wolverine. Yeah, that's uh, that's what it seems if they're pushing. They're already like, we're going to do three, too. Uh, write they it in three. They're probably trying to figure out how they can incorporate Deadpool into the main X-Men stuff. They also there's like two untitled Fox Marvel movie dates they put out in night in 2019, 2020. Uh, yeah, they got to start looking ahead. When at, that Gambit uh, movie comes out, I bet Deadpool makes a cameo in that. Like Deadpool's yeah. a guy. Well, they're gonna have yeah. do that. Do you know what stories they're gonna leech from for Deadpool two? Yeah, no, I have I not do heard. Know an, I don't even know an iconic Deadpool story. Well, Imran's the only one that reads that shit. No, I would imagine it had something to do with cable and Domino. I don't. I haven't heard any. I haven't seen yeah, any they like, gotta, rumors. The cable stuff yeah. has got to be happen. I haven't seen any reports of like what it's about yet, but oh. they're moving ahead. Uh, so now uh, the Flash needs to nail down a director, and uh, that'll be the movie. Only movie. It's not the only movie that doesn't have a director. And he goes lost. Tim like, Miller should just hop, should hop over there. Look, cool. didn't we say that before? And Kevin Smith said that, and the internet was like, "Oh, Kevin Smith has a great idea." Tim Miller, Tim Miller should hop over there because he did that that in the DC animated video game thing with all of them. Uh, but we said that it was like Tim Miller just go over to the Flash, but he's doing Sonic the Hedgehog, so which is a speedster. Yes, so he's halfway <laughs> there. Shit, he's halfway there. I think he really did want to do the Flash, uh, but good for uh, the Deadpool's. Uh, moving on, here's a really interesting uh, story. Uh, you guys know that Lin Manuel Miranda fella, Mister Hamilton. Yeah, I don't like this. He's annoying. Who is all the rage. And uh, so my sister's in town and she's going to see Hamilton tomorrow. She paid a shitload of fucking money for these tickets. I could not afford it. And she's been. She better apologize. She been. Uh, no, she ain't, apolog- ain't apologizing to shit. But she's been <laughs> singing and has the Hamilton on. And I've been hearing it and whatever. He has said that he would love to play a Marvel character, a specific Marvel character. He revealed on uh, Meet the Movie Press that he would like to play Spider-Man symbiote villain carnage which is uh i don't know if that's lame or or cool he says uh he is a big fan of marvel there's one particular character that he would actually like to play it's carnage he said if disney and marvel were looking at doing a maximum carnage movie or bringing carnage in the mcu as a character he wants to be carnage genuinely as a fan he would love to play so yet carnage. another carnage asada Carnage asada. Oh, shit. this is the second time like a hispanic dude wants to play carnage wait who was the other guy uh, he was. The, I don't think. Maybe he wasn't Hispanic. Maybe he was like Middle Eastern. But I don't know. He's the uh, the guy from uh, same Butterfly. shit, right? Yeah. No, well, <laughs> I can't tell because he plays. It? No, I'm being facetious. He's playing like in Better Call Saul. He plays a Hispanic guy. Oh, I don't know if he actually is Hispanic or he's just cast that way. Which is funny because like he doesn't seem like the Carnage who like is uh, in the comic books. It's a it's a prisoner named like a white trash dude named Cletus Cassidy. Cletus! His name is Cletus, who gets like a little drop of the Venom symbiote and it and bonds with him, and, and he's just a fucking crazy serial, ki- serial killer. I don't see that, uh, unless he's a really good actor, I don't see that coming from the Lin-Manuel Miranda. No, I thought that when I heard this, right. I was like, literally, what the fuck? <laughs> and I don't think, at least the way Marvel's going with Spider-Man, I don't see how 
Carnage would fit in that universe yet. It would only Carnage is really fucking crazy. Yes, yes, he's way over the top, uh, uh, like, like violent killer. Yeah, right? and now if it's only and like he says, Marvel and Disney, like let's not forget, yeah, like Sony owns this. Yeah. And you can't do Carnage without doing Venom first. Well, Sony always wanted to do like a Venom spinoff. That's kind of still in the talks. So I don't know. I don't. I do. I think it's just weird. I think he was just uh, he's doing. I think he's just throwing that out. Well, the there. silver lining is if he does get cast, I get to make the joke a lot more. Yeah, you get to joke out. Is it? He's, like, I, I made. I coined it, so like I'll be using it all the time. He's in the Mary Poppins remake, which I don't. I don't know why they got to remake fucking Mary Poppins, but I love my Mary Poppins. Uh, <laughs> Carnage Asada. Maybe we'll see him in the future. Uh, sticking to Spider-Man stories, uh, we have another article here of one Zendaya now saying again, I'm not Mary Jane. <laughs> she flat out says it in an interview. She says, I'm not Mary Jane, unfortunately, but I am in the movie, which well, is exciting. Heard these people do this before. She says my character's name is Michelle, and she's listed as someone playing Michelle. That's what everybody wants to think. I'm going to let people think whatever they want to think. But yeah, do you think this is just uh, a, a red herring to yeah, throw us why off? Would the- she, why would she, though, then after the Mary Jane announcement, put a picture on the internet of her with red hair. That's a good point. Just to fuck with us at this point. I would, but why would you do that? That's like really stupid. So I would be surprised people talking negatively about the, about the, just for the Spider-Man, just for the buzz. I mean, that was a big, that was a very big, uh, kind of PR, uh, bust for them when that happened. So that's a good point. Rugs. Uh, I don't know. At this point, I would be more surprised if I saw this movie and she is not Mary Jane. Like I would be surprised. I'd be like, Oh, they didn't do well, it. From from what we know about the movie, okay, she appears in like uh, without red hair. Yes. Uh, yes. And, and is very very tomboyish. Yep. And like in demure. So like, was she? Does she become Mary Jane? Like, or, or the, the character doesn't seem like it's Mary Jane. Well, so isn't it's it just? It's a kind of different version. If there, if if it is Mary Jane, which I don't think it is, it could be. You never know with this. This is like. I don't know what they're doing. Like, it's kind of like I'm being fucked with right now. Could it be possible that Mary Jane, the character is not even in the fucking movie at all? It could be. I, I, I personally think that she's just fucking with us now. And I, yeah. she's definitely Mary Jane. And they, they wanted to, they kind of want to rein it in or just create a little diversion before the film comes out. Well, we're look, we're going to get a trailer soon attached to rogue one, star Wars, rug one, December 16th, uh, rug so boy one. Don't we like, like 20 days until Imran blows a load. Uh, I'm going to be all over <laughs> just, uh, yeah. But I think, well, hopefully that'll give us some more clues. But uh, yeah, this all this fuckery, uh, it's very annoying. Uh, let's move on to another actually cool casting uh, for Black Panther. Oh, yeah. Angela Bassett cast as T'Challa's mother in the upcoming Black Panther. Another great actress. Uh, another great poll for Marvel. I feel like they've like, went all out with Black Panther and yes. cast. This is like the best cast they've put together. Not yeah. saying it's going to be an awesome film, but they put a good I think cast it's going to be it. fucking awesome. Chadwick Boseman, Lupita Nyong'o, Michael yeah, B. Jordan. So. Oh, man. The guy that they cast for Black Panther is like spot on. He's yeah. great. And uh, yeah, I think they're going to kill it with this well, one. They, well, they got, you said Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah. Uh, what's his face? Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Really good. Uh, they got the girl from... Uh, Michonne, yes. Michonne, whatever her name is. Sorry, Michonne. Uh, and then now. Deny Guerrero. And they got, uh, what's his name? Uh, guy with, black guy with messed up eye. 
Oh, Forrest Whitaker's Forrest Whitaker. in this. Yeah. Andy Circus in this also because it rumored he played Claw. Uh, and uh, Winston like that Duke. black guy with messed up eye. But, uh, but that, I knew exactly <laughs> who you were talking about. <laughs> and I remember Winston Duke is playing Manape. They got Manape in this. Yeah, this is a uh, this is a hard. And Martin Freeman is Everett K. Ross. The a couple of white guys. That's a really good cast. And Ryan Coogler directing. This Have movie? you seen Creed yet? No. You know what? It's mm-hmm. on the uh, it's on Netflix. What I saw it somewhere. That you're not watching all the good stuff. I wa- I caught up on Black Mirror season three. It's really good. Oh. Fucking great, uh, but I, dude, this Black Panther cast is just like this. Could be like a, a, a an acting lesson for everyone, probably going into this. Like, this is amazing. You have all these people. I, honestly, I will be very, very, very disappointed if this film isn't like really good. Like, really, like, like not just your cookie cutter Marvel film, but yeah, like actually be. something special. Well, they don't have to like really do an they don't origin have to do the for origin, him, yeah, so no. they can just jump right in. This is almost like a second movie for Black Panther. Are they still filming it, or is it? In- they're still in the process of filming it. Filming, right? yeah, because it doesn't come out till February 2018, so, so a they, long ass time. I wonder if they've caught any of like the Doctor Strange blowback of it being very cookie cutter, and if they're going to change a little bit, or if they're going to try, you know, make state. It's make pretty a, late in production, though, for them maybe to do okay. that much of a change. Okay, I was just, but wondering. they must. Uh, you know, I just like we said. I hope they approach it differently because, like, a Suicide Squad, they did that whole. You know, they yes, no, they they look. This is not fucking Warner Brothers. They're not gonna go and like freak out and react. This is not Marvel. Marvel has a plan. Clearly, you know, maybe they did Doctor Strange. Like, look, this is cookie cutter. We kind of have to do this. This is a new character. We're gonna save. Uh, we're gonna treat Black Panther as like his second movie, not his first movie. So we can just jump right in. And tell the story. Like I could, I'm, smart choice. I think it's maybe they can do the Batman Begins, where they're going to have a current storyline. They're going to flash back. Ah, to yeah, the black. Man. I would love to see his time as you know in in Wakanda with his father, spending time with his dad, and you know, kind of little lessons learning uh, from his father how to be king of Wakanda, and, and shaping him into the man he becomes. Kind of shit. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I like. I it. dig it. I dig it. Uh, so, but we're we're getting. Uh, before that, of course, we're getting Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok. Speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, James Gunn, who loves putting Easter eggs into his movies, he's put a shit ton into Guardians of the Galaxy. And apparently, there's one that nobody has gotten. Uh, and he has offered uh, money, a friendly wager. He says, uh, uh, if there is no Easter egg, I will give you $100,000. Copy this post. I will consider it a legally binding contract. Signed James Gunn. He's basically putting a bounty on this Easter egg out there. $100,000, $1,000 prize for anyone to find the the one final hidden hardest Easter egg, which has got to be something crazy obscure. But I thought that was kind of funny. What the hell are we doing recording the show? I know. We should be combing the fucking movie frame for frame. Oh, shit. That, you know how much, you know how much uh, what I can do with that much? What we can do is split it up. Uh, we can uh, retire for a month, a week. <laughs> well, how much was he offering? Hundred thousand oh, dollars. Okay, but uh, uh, just uh, someone's gonna find that or make it up. By the time we're finished recording this shit, someone will find it. Yeah, someone's found I it. Know the story. I haven't seen anybody find it uh, yet. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two next May, May fifth, twenty seventeen. That one's gonna be a fun one, and of course, Thor Ragnarok's gonna be a fun one. This is a great, crazy bit of news here. If you check out the IMDb page for the cast listing of Thor Ragnarok, you're going to see a strange cast member. If we were to believe it, 
Uh, it means uh, WWE superstar John Cena has joined the cast. Oh, shit. I have an idea here. Okay, so, and I think I know what your idea is. So, as we know, this Thor Ragnarok is partly adapting the Planet Hulk storyline, which involves yes. Hulk getting taken. Well, in the comic books, he was just sent off by the Illuminati because they couldn't control him. And he was like, we don't know what to do with Hulk. Let's just shoot him into space. Lands yeah. on this planet. He's used as a gladiator, but eventually wins the hearts of everyone and becomes king of this place and defeats everyone, right? So, and if you look at the listing, it says John Cena is playing himself. Everybody, yes. John oh, Cena is playing himself. Now, Rugs, what is your theory? I was going to say that, like, the Hulk has to fight, like, people, like, in the in the gladiator yes. arena. Yes. And he would have to fight John Cena, and he would come out with the, mu- the John Cena music. Oh, my God, because... That's what they say in this article. The, the guess is Jeff Goldblum in this movie, his, his character Grandmaster, he has to pull champions from all over the universe for this gladiator fight. That would be hilarious. Is it impossible that he would funny. he would think that John Cena is a great He's champion? Actually, a champion and, and pulls him and pulls his music and he has to fight the Hulk. I think that's John great. Cena. That'd be a funny bit. <laughs> I almost wish we didn't know that. Well, look, it, that that would actually crack me up if I didn't know John Cena was playing himself in the movie. It's not, but the, it's on their IMDb page, so it's not like it was like a buried, hidden yeah. thing. But like with Taika Waititi and the tone of this, and the fact that he said this is going to be like an '80s, '90s sci-fi uh, space, like I fucking I cannot wait for this movie. This is going to be a surprise hit. I hope so. Yeah, I guess John Cena. I mean, I could have seen John Cena playing like scourge or like a villain right but himself she's been pretty yeah been pretty <laughs> decent in the movies he's been cast in. he's been in uh featured in the fred movies and daddy's home as himself and he actually and he also voiced the hulk in this video funny in the amy schumer movie oh he was in train wreck as himself yeah he was the he was, boyfriend he was also in the marine marine he wasn't marine wasn't that great yeah, <laughs> yeah but that, that was produced by the wwe yeah it's pretty bad yeah, that'll he's be fun. Yeah, I mean, he's joining another great cast. Of course, you got Chris Hemsworth, Mark Ruffalo, Tom Hiddleston, Idris Elba, Kate Blanchett, Tessa Thompson, Jeff Goldblum, Anthony Hopkins, and Sam Neill. Who Sam? Don't forget about don't forget about Benedict Cumberbitch. And oh yeah, and possibly the Benedict Cumberbatch. And uh, he's looking for, as we saw, of course, that strange in the post mid credit scene. Uh, Thor is meeting with uh, the Strange to find his daddy. Where's my daddy at? Can you help me? I'm with my daddy. But that what that's crazy. Worlds collide. I love that. I think I can't wait. I think this movie is going to be so much fun. Uh, and then last bit in Marvel news. You know, last week, Rugs, you weren't out. But last week we talked about how uh, Marvel allowed Fox to change Teenage Negasonic uh, Warhead. Teenage Negasonic. What the fuck is her yep, name? You got it. Uh, her powers for Deadpool in exchange for the rights to use... Uh, Eagle the Living Planet, which was part of the Fantastic Four deal, to use Ego as Peter Quill's father. So th- the the great thing was that Fox and Marvel were kind of cooperating. You know, I was hopeful that is th- maybe this makes a possibility of these two companies working together, trading more characters. Like like uh, Marvel could be like, give me a six pack of X Men, and I'll give you a couple of fourth tier characters, just like trading characters over. But unfortunately, <laughs> Kevin Feige just. Uh, putting the hammer down and he pretty much said in an interview he told Variety when they asked him is this happened is this, does this mean that uh, you know Fantastic Four flop we might get it back 
He goes, it is an impossibility at this juncture. Faiji told Variety when they asked him exactly that. We certainly have enough films to keep us busy for a number of lifetimes. Uh, so it doesn't seem like the relationship has gotten any better. And, and not until even phase four, uh, well, this is going to happen. So that was kind of a bummer, I guess, a little bit. I wonder how they like divvy up these guys. Like all of the supporting cast and all the other uh, rogues gallery. Like, yeah. How do you like divide uh, something that's so tied together? I don't know. Is it like, is it based on when the deal was made and if you created new characters? Like I thought it was interesting that they could use the character, but they wanted to change their, their powers, uh, the Deadpool writers. But they had to ask Marvel's permission because they still have some kind of legal right over the how it looks or how the character acts. Like it's a very... Very yeah, it's weird. It's confusing it's con- for sure. It's confusing. So like what what's possible and what isn't I know I know like like for instance the Sakaran. Yes. Which were used in Avengers. Yes. Not Sakaran. Um fuck. The ch- ch- Chitari. The Chitari. Yeah, it was supposed to be the scroll, but Fox has the scroll, so they had to use the Chitari. They are Fantastic Four universe. Yeah. Right, right. And then like the in Guardians they use the Sakaran as like the alien fodder. Right. Because uh I think that was another conflict with Fox who they really wanted. They wanted to use like the Badoon, but the Badoon are associated with the X-Men. Oh my God. Yes, that's right. They're tied up over there. Sakaran. Like, so like, it's just weird. Like it's like weird weird gymnastics they have. Yes. Navigating the fact that they've been able to pull out 14 successful films, navigating this, this shit is amazing. And I think, which is why like this Spider-Man homecoming is, it's going to be another unprecedented kind of, thing where you know we we haven't seen this kind of cooperation on a character going back and forth and then returning home like uh it's crazy it's crazy they need some of the x-men but maybe with this inhumans thing maybe they don't need x-men we'll see what happens i don't know the x-men have always been here i mean everyone and i would love to see the x-men don't get me wrong right but the x-men even in the comics have always kind of existed in like their own pocket yeah they interact but like why is it all that weird that there are mutants when there's like a Spider-Man and a Captain America right. and like all these other guys that are enhanced that just don't happen to be born. It actually way. works better for them that they're separate. Right. Because that, that would get so add, convoluted. Yeah. Cause it, would, it adds to the fact that they're different and, right. and people not liking them and shit. I mean, if they ever did try to combine the mutants into the main universe that I don't know how they would combine it now, you know? Yeah. It never really made sense that the mutants were looked on like shittily. Yeah. That's not even a word, but whatever. When there's other heroes out there that have powers and stuff, well, so and been born with powers. What needs to happen is Marvel just needs to get some kind of deal with Fox where they help them make better fucking X Men movies, and it, the universes stay separate, but you have uh, just better product because Marvel clearly knows how to handle the characters and stuff. The, the more likely scenario is Marvel may, one day maybe getting the Fantastic Four. Yeah, because Fox doesn't know how the fuck to do that, and they don't. I don't see them. Or they haven't figured out how to make money with them. Well, they got uh, six years left. That's what it counts. <laughs> Before the they lose the rights again and they figure out what they're going to do. And of course, they're not going to think about anything for like five and a half years. And then they're going to scramble. But you're right. That's a hard, that's a hard property. Um, moving on to some uh, uh, MMA news, Anthony. I thought I found some interesting articles. What is going on with Ronda Rousey? Okay. She seems to be having quite a time. So, you know... The storyline being she was kind of not fighting because she was working on a lot of these movies. She wanted to work on her her film career, right? Right. 
Well, all her movies have kind of been scrapped. Oh, shit. Uh, one of the films that Rousey took time off from the UFC to make, Mile 22, has now been put on hold as the filmmakers have begun to doubt her acting ability, uh, according to this article from The New Yorker. Another one of her film projects, a remake of Roadhouse, has also been delayed until May of 2017 at the earliest, so Nick Cassavetes can finish the script. Now, she said, is she retired? Did she, she officially retire? No, she's fighting in December for the title. She is fighting. So, okay, so like her movie shit is now kind of going down the drain. And then I found this other article uh, that the, the Rousey and Amanda Nunes had their little uh, weigh in. Stare down. And uh, headline. <laughs> totally different. Oh, it was a, it was a, that's not a, it's just a stare down. It's just like a meeting. Well, what's the point of that? Just so that they could psych each other up for the it's fight? A, it's a, marketing ploy that like fight promoters have used forever where they just get uh, the two competitors to like literally face off with one. So another. it's just like a press conference to hype it up. Yep. Very, uh, what's his name with the big hair style. Don King. Don it's King. been used forever. Yeah. Literally like who doesn't want to see the two competitors just square off. Okay. So like, this, right. right. This just happened. Uh, they stared each other down and each fighter were supposed to be interviewed directly afterwards. Joe Rogan interviewed champ Nunez, but Rousey stormed off to the backstage. And UFC President Dana White said Rousey left due to production issues. But according to an MMA fighter, Dave Meltzer, he tweeted Rousey was... He's a writer, not a fighter. Oh, it says fighter here. They got it wrong. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a writer. he's just a writer. He yeah. tweets that she was so upset she had to be consoled. I don't know if there's any truth to this. I don't know about that. <laughs> wow, what a, what a like crazy... What is going on? Downward spiral. Well, there's like two things going yeah. on there. First off, if you saw her in uh, like the Fast and Furious movie yes. she was in, she yeah. was only in it for like five minutes. Horrible. Was that actress. seven? She was in seven, right? Horrible. Yeah, horrible okay. actress. Just horrible. I mean, but that's not surprising. Yeah. She's never been an actress yeah. in her life. She's an athlete. And then as far as like these movies, that doesn't surprise me because like you said, she's been horrible, horrible actress. And then this other stuff. So like Ronda Rousey is like a really interesting like character study. Yeah. Most of the like champions that like lose and granted she, she lost in, in very devastating fashion, but most of the champions that lose like, are like, I want to get back in there and fight again. Like I want to right away. I want to get back in there. But like, she like took this long break and yeah. went like radio silent from the media. Like, I think it really, really affected her psychologically. Because then she shows she had, up on SNL. Uh, yeah, she did that. Well, but like she, she's taken such a long break is my point. And like she built herself up, rightfully so. She was the best woman in the world. But she like mentally, she had built herself up to this place where she's going to be undefeated and retire forever, like retire undefeated and be a champion. And like no one can hang with her. And then to just get her ass completely killed, like she got, she got destroyed in that. Well, fight. what even started uh, observing how she won, and then they started fighting around that, and then they finally got some people that really recognized her game, and now she gotta kind of reinvent herself, and I don't think she's able to do that. It's well, so also like mentally for her, I just think, and it, I don't know, this isn't the right term. Like I don't think she's mentally weak because. You have to be mentally strong to be an Olympic Olympic gold judo medalist and a, a champion. But there's something about her mentally that's really interesting to me. And that she, like, all of a sudden she just couldn't take it anymore. Like, she her literally just broke. She's broke. Yeah, she, like, she literally, what we She's saw, struggling. in my opinion, is someone 
break in front of us. You know, Mentally, just break. This is what I think is go- this is kind of what I think. So she also went on Ellen, and on Ellen, she talked about you know she was depressed, she was having thoughts of suicide. She wanted suicide, yeah. Right. So this is something I think her dad actually committed suicide. Okay, too, so okay, okay. This is a perfect thread. This is something I think we don't think about, and I'm also going to now bear with me. The, the, I'm taking this somewhere. Kanye West's recent fucking uh, uh, outburst about I didn't vote, but if I did, I would have voted for Trump and him saying just fucking wacky things. He also has a history of saying fucking wacky things. Are we ignoring some kind of mental health issue with both of these people that we don't see because of all this social media and what we see on the surface and people getting bashed for saying and doing things? And we don't stop to think that. And in the sense of Kanye, like his many genius, like artists are fucking crazy. Like that's why they're good well, at that, art. That's what I, well, that's what I would have said is geniuses or like anybody that's even like elite, yes. like the elite elite, like not like really good, but like the best yes, in yes. whatever they do is somewhat crazy Absolutely. because they're told all throughout their life. No, nah, you can't do that. Yeah. And they're, and they literally think to themselves, no, I you're no, you're crazy. I will do this. I am the greatest. If you look at like Michael Jordan, yeah, for example, yeah. he, his personality is like, he's a horrible human. <laughs> he like, was, in terms of like the way he interacts with people is terrible. And like, if you listen to his hall of fame speech, yeah. you would have thought the guy just he's had a, been, had a chip on his shoulder. A the dick. Oh. He was a, he was, he had like a horrible hall of fame speech <laughs> where he was just like criticizing everybody. Like you look at me now as oh, if like he hadn't gotten all this praise. Oh, career. But like, I think that, a lot like very talented, like the best of the best yeah. are a little bit mentally yeah. unstable. Kanye Wessel is fucking insane too, though. I mean, he, this may be mental, mental health shit. Rugs, what do you think? I'm crazy. I mean, yeah, see, you know, you know, no, sometimes well, the cotton gets stuck in different places and you can't well, think straight. When it comes to Kanye, I think that he is just, he is nuts. Like, I mean, certifiably, like he's one of those people. Yeah. And I don't consider him to be a genius by any stretch of the imagination either. I think he's just a pretty he good would disagree. musician. Yeah. <laughs> he's a pretty good musician and he's pretty good at what he does, but I don't think that he's a genius. Cause like the shit, he wouldn't say the shit that he says if he was like, he doesn't know anything. The shit that he was saying at that concert yeah. was gobbledygook. Yeah. Well, he but it's yeah. just, yeah. that's not genius talk. Like I want to be like, I'd be like, Oh, I never thought of it that way. No, it was more like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? And um, Ronda Rousey, I think that she is a nut when it comes to, you know, training and doing her craft and doing her, you know, all, all of the shit that she knows, her, her judo. But I, I don't think that she's mentally capable of losing like that. Right. I think that she, she took it so hard. Did you say yeah. judo? Ah, uh, yes. I see that you know your judo well. <laughs> I didn't see. She should have took it like that guy <laughs> and been in a class act. You know, I think we should all learn from the arrested sir. Yes, we can. The arrested sir. I, I got a couple more things. Yeah, actually. okay. You bring up some good points. Yeah, yeah. Kanye and then Rhonda. Um, Kanye also, I agree with Rugboy. Kanye, what annoys me about Kanye when people call him a genius, I'm like, the only person that thinks he's a genius is himself. himself yeah i think he literally thinks that he is thinking on a different level well, but he has narcissistic else. problems too yo i know but he, he literally the way he communicates yes. like he will smile yeah. in the midst of what he's saying yeah. and be really angry yeah. and later and it's just like and he'll pause awkwardly like i think he thinks he's speaking at i think he for whatever reason is on he thinks he's on a different level than anyone else and that no one understands him, but that he's speaking in like this unique way. Yeah. When he's really just saying gibberish, yeah. like Rugby said. Yeah. Ronda Rousey is really interesting because 
like I said, her dad committed suicide, yeah. I think, when she was a teenager. Yeah. But also her mom was, like, fucking ruthless, dude. Like, her mom would, like, wake her up in the middle of the night by putting her in an arm bar. Oh, shit. Like, just to fucking defend, oh, oh. Like, defend herself. And, like, when oh. Ra- I think Ronda Rousey, like, broke, like, her foot or something. She broke something. This, this is, don't quote me on this, but she broke something in her body. I think it was her foot. And her mom made her, like, run, like, five miles on it. Oh, like, she, my God. her mom was fucking ruthless in terms of training train this kid yeah, from yeah. from fucking birth to be an athlete to be a fucking amazing athlete yeah. like ruthless so like when you don't get that support from your parents like that fucks you up yeah that's gonna weigh on her and like and they like that on like but that like it's not even like support like oh my dad doesn't listen to me it's more like my parents are crazy <laughs> she's gotta be like i'm disappointing my mom that's gonna crush her blah blah right. blah like it messes you up right how badly do you think that you react to a setback like that? Like in your life, did you ever like have something where pump somebody told you like, like Imran, you said you're going to be a great artist. And then somebody told you your art was shit. And you're like, you wanted to give up. I mean, it, it I don't know. You get, you know, you, the older you get, you realize you just gotta, you deal with it. You move on. Like, you, fuck it, right? Yeah. Well, the thing about Rhonda is like, no one can really sympathize with that. There's only a few people in the world that can sympathize with, getting fucking head kicked yes. in front of 53,000 yes. people yeah. in live not not to mention the millions watching around like the, the world the whole world knowing and she was like literally the but, most popular female athlete yeah. ever yeah. but like, let me ever. let me just put this out there getting a kick to the head will knock you out there's she was she was beaten but it was a lucky sh- it was a shot that everything hit perfectly to knock her out like it's not like she was beaten down and made to submit and like couldn't fight this person off like and had so much of a trouble she was just out fought like she it's yeah yeah she got hit and it landed and then that fucked her up that was it i i don't know if i would have been as upset about losing no and that's why it makes me think of mental health issues i would have gotten clocked and knocked out. Yeah. I would be like, all right, you got the shot in. Like I, I wouldn't, I'd be like, okay, next time I'm going to do something different. You, you know? got me. You got well, me good. Yeah. I'll say, I mean, like I said, it is unique. Cause I, most champions usually just, that's like, what I say. It's not there. the mind of a champion. Yeah. It's weird. It's very, it's, weird. it's different. It's a different mindset that she, she's, it's weird. It's not, I don't know if it's the mindset of a champion or not, but I will say that she literally coming up to that fight and just in prior fights was like, I am the, I will retire undefeated none of these girls are on my level no one has the mindset like me like she was talking herself up as if she was the greatest thing and she she was up until uh she got head kicked and knocked I, the fuck out. I, I think that i liked ronda rousey more when she first came out and she was more of a mystery yeah now and you know as, as you got to see her personality and stuff you kind of turned me off to her a little bit her personality is the more exposure she gets the more her personality flaws come out and she's not the best at hiding her personality flaws. So the more exposure she got, the more people were fucking ready to just fucking take her down, get, take her down when she, when she had a slip. Oh my God. All the fucking cunts in the world were like, let's <laughs> oh, fucking get her. It is a- oh yeah. It's that's fucking right. There was an arrogance to her and, and yeah. a, and like, a childlike uh, quality, where like she was, yeah, for sure. Brat, she, you know? she, uh, she is a brat. She's a, definitely a brat. What, what we, she's she, her media, like the, the stories about her with media, like she'll deny media, f- like people that ask her certain questions, like certain people that, like if they have, write wow. a story about her that she doesn't like, wow. they will never fucking interview her ever again. No one will talk. They won't. Wow. Her fucking yeah, she has a real fucking tight inner circle of people that shield her from shit. 
Wow. I mean, Anthony, I, I agree. Like, this is a fascinating character study. She's very fascinating. Uh, it would make a great movie as long as she doesn't play herself. Oh, shit. <laughs> Do you think that she's going to win, Anthony? Do you think there's any chance? December 30th. She's, uh, she has a chance. I don't think she's going to win. No, I think I think literally, I think she she's I think she's ready to leave. I think she's she's been wanting to retire ever since she lost. You want to know what I think is going to happen? Yeah. Either she's just going to lose like the same way she's going to get knocked out or something like that. Or she's going to actually kill Nunez in the ring, like actually <laughs> kill her, like yeah, dead. She's just going to like just kill her. Well, I'm. I mean, how she? I, gonna- I think she's going to. I think she. She's already even said prior to this fight. This is one of her last ones. I think she's like. I have to come back and at least try. Like, I, like the athlete in me has to is try this again. Take- but I think she's already kind of mentally. How is broken. she going to deal with another like devastating loss? Like that's even more scary to, if if that happens. I, don't, I think she's going to lose. Hmm. Well, either way, it's the, it's the end of her, her career. December thirtieth. Yeah, and I guess you'd want to go out on top, but wow, interesting stuff. And like, I, it just it reminded me of the Kanye. The Kanye thing. comparison is is good. Yeah, Kanye is fucking crazy. Isn't I hate. I, actually, I don't like Kanye when he speaks. Uh, look, I love eight oh eight and heartbreaks and my dark twisted fantasy. I love those two fucking albums. Uh, but like a lot of good artists have been crazy. Like you look back to painters, Renaissance painters, impressionist painters. Like the really great artists are, they're fucking nuts. That's how. Was it Van Gogh and yeah, Van Gogh went crazy and uh, shot himself and cut the his story ear off. Of, the story of Kanye is that he's closeted. Oh, you think that's what's going on? I that's what the <laughs> that I keep I, that keeps coming up everywhere. Wow. I mean, I didn't, I don't believe it, but I mean, I, it comes up all the time. It's on like you go food shopping, you look at any of these things. It's always one of those things, and those things usually. End up coming around, you know the the tabloid the tabloid rumors. They're not true, and then some of it. There's some kind of nugget of truth to a lot of these things. Weren't there? Were the rumors true that he had to check into like a hospital or psychiatric? Probably, I don't know. He he was taken in on on a gurney. He was handcuffed to a gurney, and I think they were trying to take him to some kind of. Psychiatric thing, dude. He yeah, just, I read, I was listening. Canceled all his shows. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, they were talking about it on Mister Throwback Thursday, like three hours before his show in the largest arena in Los Angeles. He cancels the fucking show three hours yeah. before, like after going on like a Twitter storm after saying this shit. The night, the Sacramento show. There's footage of after he left, people are chanting "Fuck you, Kanye." He's gonna fucking lose all of his fans. Wow, wow, what a- He's going to lose all, but then there's the people that love Kanye. They're going to be like, no, 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 he's... This is him. He's, he's an artist. He's this an is artist. Him. This is how he is. He's going to fucking change the world. He's changing it again. <laughs> Jeez. He's had a huge influence, no doubt, yeah, but like, yeah. the guy is not a genius. Look, we're just surrounded by like mental health issues, narcissistic people, stuff that's all just uh, uh, thrown under the rug because you just see these people reacting on Twitter and getting bashed and like... well. Uh, this is what happens, unfortunately, when you have such a lack of creative and artistic people yeah, around that yeah. people who are mediocre yeah. artists yeah. start to think that they're God. Good so, point. You know what I mean? Good point. Uh, all right. Let's talk about Star Wars. <laughs> Fuck God. Anyway. <laughs> uh, what a, what, a, what like, an awesome. You like that segue? That was a segue. Yeah, that's, great. Uh, that's, really good. that's a good button. It's uh, uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, or as Ruggs uh, tweeted today, it should be called Rogue One. Uh, a, a, a jock and nerd story. <laughs> they had one final trailer uh, came out today with a lot of new footage, maybe giving away too much story. I didn't, I liked it. I didn't think so. Did you guys get a chance? I did not watch to it. check out. Well, let's all do it. We watch it right let's now. Time then, jump. Everybody watch the trailer. Time jump. Jock and nerd. Okay. Uh, this trailer 
has gotten me uh, even more excited for this movie. Not only because we're going to get the Spider-Man Homecoming uh, trailer before Star Wars. <laughs> like one. You bring that up first. <laughs> That's the main reason. I'm going to be there oh, way early. God. But, How sacrilegious. But look, this uh, I love th- this uh, uh, this <laughs> World War Two. Uh, uh, style of Star Wars. Plus, you got space battles and you got land battles. Uh, I I liked a little bit more of the linear like storyline of the movie. And you get I like the robot how he's like really calm and collected. He's different than C three PO, who's like bumbling. This robot's just very cool. He's got everything down. He's just blowing up stormtroopers without him without missing a beat. Uh, what do you guys think? It seems along the same lines as the other trailers. I mean. They're giving you a little bit more. Give me a little bit more. But I, I I mean, I'm pretty optimistic about this movie. So I'm happy to see the trailer. I know that Darth Vader is going to be in there. They keep teasing him. And I hope that he's in it for more than like just a few seconds. But the trailer looked like a lot of fun. Right? It, Doesn't it look like. I mean, it was a nice pump up trailer. Trailer should be just a minute. Like that and, that, and that was. A, yeah, it wasn't like your two and a half minute. It was a nice minute of action. And, uh, you know, look, we look like a lot of fun, like a space space beach epic. Yeah. Like you meet the main character. She's got a plan. She builds the team. They engage in battle on land and in, in space. We're trying to stop the Death Star or get the Death Star plans. right? Yeah. From her father. And you know how I know this is going to be a different Star Wars film. It's because it's on a beach because it's on a beach. But we have confirmation from Lucasfilm ahead. Kathleen Kennedy. It will not feature the Star Wars opening scroll. Oh, shit. Kathleen Kennedy teased that Rogue One, described as a World War II-style adventure film, will open in a manner that's more in keeping with that genre's tradition rather than Star Wars' own spin on things. Uh, She also talked a little bit about the Han Solo spinoff, The Tone, but she said, we felt that so indicative of what those saga films are. Initially, we will probably begin the film in a way that is traditional with just the title. And then she says the Han Solo film is going to be like a heist or Western type movie, um, which uh, that seems kind of cool. So they, there's not going to be a scroll. This is going to be, I don't know if it's going to be confusing for a lot of people walking into this movie, that this is a star Wars film without a, uh, the opening. Yeah. How do you cater to the idiots at this point who don't know what, what, uh, timeline this is in. I was just going to say the idiots still probably think that this is the sequel to episode seven. Right, they're going to yeah. think this is eight. So how are they going to like spoon feed this to the stupid people? What, what was the girl's name in episode seven? Uh, Ray. 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 Yeah. They probably think that, that that's Ray, Ray is yeah. Felicity whatever. Felicity Jones plays Jin Erso. No, they probably think she's playing Ray. Probably think she's playing Ray, <laughs> but she's older yet it takes place before. Yeah. yeah it's going to be confusing for idiots. It, it should have gone with a blonde girl or something that just to make or, or another completely different looking different probably girl, yeah. would have helped. So more changes for the future of Lucasfilm. They've also been talking about they're evaluating what's next for the franchise. So right now there's four more films on the schedule. Uh, Rogue One is coming out December 16th. Then there's Star Wars Episode Eight comes out next December 2017. Then Han Solo Star Wars Story in May of 2018. And Star Wars Episode Nine, May of 2019. After that, they have yet to decide what's coming next. What they're Boba Fett. Well, Boba Fett. So we found out that Boba Fett may have been the movie that Josh Trank was supposed to do. That he lost. Oh, no. That was he blew it. That he blew it. He. This is what he got. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. 
Basically, they're discussing, do we continue the core Skywalker saga after episode nine? They are thinking about going more to these standalone spinoff movies. Because if you think about it, like comic books, each of these Han Solo, uh, Rogue One, each of these, if there was a Bubba Fett movie, each of these movies can make their own trilogies. You know, they could, they could shoot off there and it'll turn into like a Marvel thing where the their character standalone films and they all have their own. And then maybe they come together in an adventure. Um, I don't know. Rugs, you're, you're, Anthony's a big Star Wars fan, right? I don't know. What, what do you, what do you think? Would you care if like it doesn't continue the Sky, the Skywalker saga? Not really. There's a lot of cool things in Star Wars. Like, I think what the great thing that Star Wars does is it sets up the universe. Yes. Yes. It sets up this whole thing of that there's these, uh, planets that are all inhabited by different aliens and there's this, um, you know, currently, you know, at the last part of the, the, the Skywalker story, there is this uh, empire that gets destroyed and then something else rises up where the empire was and takes over again. So that's that, 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 uh, what was it in the uh, new, the new movie called the uh, force awakens. Yeah. What was that? The new bad guys called. I forgot. I forgot. The uh, fucking, uh, they were the, the, not the the, order of something. Oh, right. I can't remember either. The first order. The First order. Yes. That one. Yep. (laughs) Does that make any sense? <laughs> it does. No, I, no. But basically, there's always some kind of antagonist. Okay, yeah. there's also some antagonist group that that people have to rebel against. So that's they set the tone for that. So they now you know what kind of like that. There's going to be the dark side. There's going to be the Sith or something like them that's going to be using the Force for for bad, and there's people going to be using the Force for good. So they they kind of set all of those rules up, and you can do whatever you want with it now. You can play in them. You have Star Wars Rebels characters to play with. But Anthony, someone like you who's more of a casual Star Wars fan, someone says Star Wars to you, and you're like, yeah, Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker. Now, would you care if, like, there's no Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, you go to see the Star Wars movie, you're like, what the fuck is this? I might be a little confused, but would I care? No, because I'm not a Star Wars fan. It is called Star Wars, so I, and it is like universe stuff. Yeah. So I feel like there's should be tons of stories that they can. I mean, they set Skywalkers. They set up all these crazy cool rules. Yeah. Like instead of mutants, you have the Force wielders. Instead of and you have aliens that are all have all different qualities as well. And there's all of these things that can happen. So you could pretty much do anything you do in comic books in the Star Wars world. Like you can have aliens that are like Spider Man that could swing around. Like, there's no limits to what they can actually make. And you always know that there's a dark side and a light side that are fighting or at odds. So they really could do anything. They could go from, they don't, it doesn't have to be just like Star Wars. I, I mean, I agree. I think I want to see, uh, that's why I'm really excited for Rogue One. I want to see more in the universe of Star Wars that's not connected to, these are great characters, but uh, look, we've had them for 30 years. Let's uh, see what else has been going on. If you watch Rebels, yes. you could see that. It's really not really tied to like uh, the Star Wars stuff. I mean, Darth Vader makes an appearance casually every once in a while. But it but feels like it, Star Wars still. Like yes. it feels like great Star Wars adventure, great Star Wars storytelling. Yeah, that's what they need to do. They're still gonna make shitloads of money regardless of yeah. what they do. Okay. If you ever played the video games, the video games got all these cool characters in them too. Yeah, that's true. So they have a lot of shit there. That's that's pretty cool. I mean, it'll it'll be interesting to see what the pre-sales for this movie are, whether it does how it does, and uh, then they can assess afterwards. I think you could already buy tickets for the fucking movie, I'm sure, right now. Uh, okay, let's move on to some uh, television news. Uh, in the DC world, you guys, you've seen that the, the documentary uh, about Kevin Smith's 
Superman movie that never got made. Uh, yeah. Death of Super or Superman Lives. It was called Death of Superman Lives. Uh, great documentary with the, the Tim Burton's was going to make the movie and John Peters. Kevin Smith in a Facebook Q and A uh, has said someone suggested, "Would you? What do you think about this being uh, adapted into an animated feature from the Warner Brothers DC animation?" And he said that would be a great idea. And I think this is a great. Uh, I think this would be a great idea to adapt into a cartoon. Uh, he said that it's something I worked on 20 years ago at this point. So it'd be really amazing to kind of see they turn it into a cartoon and get people to do the voices. Nick Cage is still around and stuff. He wanted Michael Rooker for his Lex Luthor. So he says that would be amazing. He's like, it's not up to me, kids. It's up to the good folks at Warner Brothers. But if they ever to call and say we want to do a cartoon version of that Superman script we wrote, believe me, I'd be like, that'd be dope. Uh, you think they're going to draw Superman that looks like Nick Cage? Uh, I, well, I don't know. He could do the voice. The uh, Dude, this movie had just wacky, like, giant spiders, and Brainiac had, like, octopus legs, and uh, just crazy visuals. I think the time is right. But which version are they going to do? The version that fucking Peter's fucked up, or the original I know, there was There was, like, five versions of this fucking movie. Probably more. Uh, yeah. I would start with his, Kevin Smith's first draft. Like, he wrote one of the early drafts, and then they came in. And change it. You'd have to find a draft that works that's kind of coherent. Yeah. I would love to see kind of like a Tim Burton y animated take on this. You know, they just they did their the sixties Batman and Batman Return of the Cape Crusaders. I feel like these are better original ideas than them trying to they adapt. They can just really they can really continue all like the Batmans. Yeah. Like the universes. Oh my action. god, they could we could have like a Tim Burton Batman universe and a Joel Schumacher Batman animated movie universe. And then a not Fox, have that. And then a Fox universe. <laughs> yes. Uh that's that's kind of interesting. Uh I why not, dude? At this point, Michael Worker could still do Lex Luthor. What's he doing? Nothing he's doing in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh at this point, they're making these crazy animated movies. I don't I think they should stop adapting things because I think that has run its course. Uh, especially with the killing joke. That just soured everything. Let's do something original. This is fucking original. This is a weird Superman movie. Good alternate take. It would be weird to see. It would be really weird. I don't know if I would like it. (laughs) I just want to see the wackiness. Okay, moving on to some Marvel news. We broke last week. Uh, The big news that the Inhumans, Marvel kind of figured out what they want to do with the Inhumans. It's coming to TV next uh, fall. They've set uh, a date. Marvel's Inhumans will debut Labor Day 2017, and it will debut in IMAX, two episodes in IMAX theaters, a thousand IMAX theaters across uh, 74 countries. This movie is going to debut on Labor Day 2017, uh, and we also talked about they're going to be shot entirely with IMAX cameras. So they, they, I love the, uh, the Ben Sherwood, who's president of the Disney ABC television group. He has a great little quote here. He goes, we think this is a quadruple win, a win for IMAX, a win for Marvel, a win for ABC Studios, and a win for ABC to launch a show in an innovative way and get attention. I can't think of another like TV show that has started like this, like in, in, in an IMAX theater release. Like This is pretty unprecedented. I want to see this trailer and see if it'll get asses in the seats. Uh, and they've also said that it, does, it, it doesn't necessarily replace the, a, a feature film. That was pulled from the schedule recently, previously. Now, if this show gets big, there's no reason they can turn around. This may be the way they can connect the TV and the MCU movie universe with the fucking Inhumans. It seems like a weird way to do it. 
Rugs, what did you think of? Uh, I'm just listening because yeah. we talked. About yeah, yeah. Rugs, what did you think of uh, the the news what, about the Inhumans coming to television? And it's not a spinoff of Agents of Shield. It's going to be its own thing. If they use this opportunity to create like a cool world, like it's, the Inhumans exist on a different world, right? They, li- they don't they live on the moon or some shit like that. Well, they live on Adelan. Sometimes they live on the the one area of the moon. But okay, yeah. so they can pretty much create a world, an alien world or something like that. That you can do all these crazy costumes and all these great effects and stuff. And it might, you know, be different enough for people to tune into rather than just watching people run around and, uh, and be spies. Yes. I mean, these are superpower people. Also, we've never had a TV show that will shoot its action scenes with IMAX cameras. Like they're co-financing this. The yeah, IMAX the, thing is weird. But they're not doing it's the whole series like that. They're just doing the first two episodes. They're doing the first two episodes, and then they've said the action scenes in the eight-episode run will be shot on the IMAX. So there'll be a little bit of IMAX throughout the whole thing. Will Joe Schmo, me, yeah. be able to tell that some scenes are IMAX? Well, that, that is a very good question. It is yet to be seen. Well, like, will it have that much more of an epic, expansive, visually heightened Who feel? The fuck? No. Yeah. I don't even what that's gonna look right like yeah. how could you make it look like a, a, a movie on the tele on the small screen it may maybe m- people might not even notice it's you know the problem the, pro- the there's many problems with agents of shield but when i look at agents of shield and i compare it to like netflix yeah. or the movie obviously the movies are a different level but it does seem to me cheap right it just i it just comes off to me like this is TV. Yes. Like that. There's something there's that, you know, it's like there's something inherently cheap. Well, it's better than some of the stuff on CW. So, you know that. Oh yeah, that's true. It's better than the set of the wave rider on. Legends but I of think Tomorrow. that what, what makes me think that is it, it's supposed to exist in the same universe as the Marvel films and the Netflix right, stuff. Right. Whereas the DC stuff, they don't, they aren't trying to exist right. with Batman v Superman, right. which, which they shouldn't because Batman versus Superman is a terrible movie, but <laughs> Oh shit. You know, at least they're the the Marvel stuff is like, yeah, we're in this universe, but then why don't you look like this? Good point. DC has the um their multiverse kind of working for them. Like if you put it in that terms, like yeah, keep it. This is the TV universe. That that's the movie universe. Now, the way it might pay off is that if the IMAX photography makes it seem more epic, like more uh, weird locations and. Uh, wider shots, maybe more, more, uh, impressive CGI. Like it's only eight episodes. So they may be able to spend their money better over the eight episodes. Well, Marvel needs to do something different. They need to make a bold move. And I think hopefully they really, really, uh, do a good job with this. I think the, I think, look, the budget is going to be, I think the budget will be higher because to your point, Anthony, they'll have their Marvel TV budget, but with IMAX co-financing, they have a little bit more money to play with. Thing. we'll see we'll see hopefully that comes across on the screen but those are all those are all good concerns like how we're we gonna know okay last thing for the news section everybody get ready for this tighten your belt save your money you may have to drink one less coffee every week because uh netflix may start charging a streaming video tax oh shit what, what? check this shit out so this is starting in california pasadena on the books in Pasadena is a bill they announced. It's a new tax. It has yet to be implemented because everybody is in opposition of it to put a tax on streaming services. Um, 40 other California cities also now have streaming taxes on the books, but they, no one has started to collect. 
uh, I don't know if you know, but right now Chicago is facing legal challenges based on the fact that the federal law does not currently allow the internet to be taxed. So Chicago, some parts of Chicago, they were taxing streaming things. They got some lawsuits snapped on them. Basically, they're trying to, this is where this stems from, is the cable, like if you look at your cable bill, right? You open it up, you're paying for internet, you're paying for cable TV, and then there's all these bullshit fees and taxes. Everybody's seen this. It's on your cell phone bill. It's on your cable. You're like, what is this? What are these utility, they're just tacking shit on. Like a utility, like your water bill or your electricity bill. They're trying to make streaming this street, they're going to start with Netflix, but if this goes, it's going to hit everything. A streaming service as a utility, which makes no fucking sense. And if they hit, if this goes with Netflix, then, you know, they could start taxing when you stream Hulu, when you stream HBO Now, Amazon Prime, like there's no ending to to taxing streaming things. But it is a move by the cable companies to make up some of this money they're losing because people are canceling their fucking cable because you don't need it anymore. Would you guys drop Netflix if they charge? How much would the tax be? Look, so the Chicago thing was they were charging like 9% or some shit. And there were some other places that were charging 9, 10%. I mean, so that would be it's like, what? it's like our aggressive sales tax in this fucking state. It'd be like 90 cents. So it'd be instead of paying like $9, I'm paying nine ninety. I guess. I mean, it would be it per month. Know, it would probably be per month on your monthly uh, Netflix streaming bill. This is a slippery slope, man. I don't think they need to fight this. I don't know, man. Just fucking hate corporate America. It's fucking garbage. You can't. How do you (laughs) taxing? Just think about taxing video streaming services. Like it really, it really doesn't make sense. It's not a utility. I'm waiting for the uh, breathing tax to start. That's going to happen. And every time I have to take a shit tax. Although, you know, in Europe, they have weird taxes. Like my brother-in-law lived in Germany and he said, there's a TV tax in Germany where they literally, they'll come to your house. Now, if you're in Germany and you're listening to this in Germany, correct me if I'm wrong. This is what he told me. They come to your house. They ask you how many TVs you have. And they tax you for each TV to the point where people will hide TVs in the basement and tell them that we don't have a TV when the TV tax bill guy comes around. What the fuck is that? They are, Germany is heavily taxed. Like It's like 50% of fucking everything. Get the fuck out of here. Wow, that's insane, dude. Yeah, this is, uh, the, uh, this is, it's. Maybe our German friends can help us out. <laughs> the councilman, so Pasadena City Councilman Tyron Hampton, he's against this. He goes, My constituents do not want this tax, even if it's just a couple of dollars. It is being taxed twice. Where do we stop? Is it Hulu? Is it Netflix? Pandora? Every time you stream music in your car? I mean, where does it stop? You're already paying taxes for your internet service. It's just retarded because everybody saw this coming. For like years that the internet was going to take over cable. Yeah. And instead of like figuring out how to monetize that properly, they're just fucking doing dumb shit. Yeah. And it's crazy. I mean, I, you know, there's, I'm just, is this still the golden age of the internet? I'm afraid one day it's going to, it's all just going to go away. They stop net neutrality, but with this fucking administration now, I don't know what's going to happen. Like we just got to enjoy this open internet while we can. They're going to make us pay tax to post these fucking shows. It could happen. That's where it could go. It's not good. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. It's not good. Say no to Prop 73, everybody. I don't know. This is the tone you said. It's not good. It's not. not. I don't mind paying for shit. I don't mind, but I'm paying a fucking shitload of stuff for cable. Yes. Look at all the fucking things. they Like, what are these little charges? They nickel and dime you. 
Yeah. Plus, I don't understand. Like, if you pay for Hulu, they still play commercials. Like, what the fuck am I? Why am I paying for Hulu? Like, it's like hours of walking dogs just so I can watch TV. Just so you can watch TV for 10 minutes and then you have to, like, go out and walk some more dogs. Yeah. And then I got to pay an extra dollar. That's bullshit. Fight the tanks. All right, guys. Let's, uh, let's take a pause for some promos and we'll carry on. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, Imran. Hey, Rug Boy. Wouldn't it be great since we're putting out all these great shows and great content that our listeners could support us in some kind of way, maybe with a website or something? You know what? I got an idea. Hang tight. I'll be right back. Jugger nerd. All right, listener. We have a virtual tip jar. Wowie zowie. It's called Patreon. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon and you can support the show and help us help you. How you do that? You can make monthly donations, whether it be a dollar, 50 cents, five bucks, or you can donate in one large sum and you get bonus content and it only helps improve the show by getting us on better platforms and better equipment. Fantastic. I hear change jingling in your pocket. <laughs> Don't fucking fuck me over, guys. Do it. Hi there. This is Brett Stewart from Geek Cinema Society. Are you a film lover? Do you consider yourself a connoisseur of the silver screen? Well, Geek Cinema Society is a weekly roundtable program where each episode we touch on a film considered pivotal to geek culture. From Blade Runner to The Goonies to Mad Max, we dig into it all. Plus, our guest each week hasn't seen that week's film until the episode. Join me and my co-hosts, Nicole Davis and David Luzader, on a spectacularly fun journey that hits your podcast feed every Sunday. Available on Blazing Caribou Studios. Are you afraid of what goes bump in the night? Have you or your friends ever pondered a conspiracy? Do you want to know more about the unknown? If so, then put on your tinfoil hat, sit down, and pick up your computer, tablet, or phone. Go to iTunes or YouTube and search for Secret Transmission Podcast and listen to us try to explain the unexplainable. Follow us on Twitter for updates on shows. At Secret Transpod. That's S-E-C-R-E-T-T-R-A-N-S-P-O-D. Or you can email us suggestions at secrettransmission at hotmail.com. That's S-E-C-R-E-T-T-R-A-N-S-M-I-S-S-I-O-N at hotmail.com. The Jock and Ned Podcast. Hey, I forgot to mention that you can contact the show before we started the news. Just go to jockandnerd.com slash contact. Uh, you want to send us an email, a tweet, a Facebook, a speak pipe. It's all there. And we also have a lovely fan club on Patreon where you help us out, support the show, help us cover some of the costs and some of the future taxes that are coming. Uh, you guys can help us bypass that and you get tons of bonus audio. You get an RSS link for like an exclusive podcast feed. There's like eight hours of bonus audio. Uh, just check it out. Jockanerd.com slash Patreon. Of course, just visit Jockanerd.com for the links to everything, everything, as the kids say these days. We got everything up there. Right, Anthony? <laughs> Isn't that what they say? It's I think more that's like an old thing. thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Rugs, see, Rugs knows. Yeah. yeah, and it's like an old, that's an old. Oh, the kids aren't even saying that. All right, well, yeah, fuck no you guys. Look, what have you guys, anybody caught up on any television? Rugs, you weren't here last week. What have you been watching? I watched The Flasher. Okay, let's talk about, uh, Anthony, have you watched The Flash? Oh, fuck well, no, dude. I'm like three or four episodes behind. <laughs> We're going to spoil this a little bit for you. Go ahead. This, because we just had, this week was the Kevin Smith directed episode. 
Which is a little bit better than the last one. He it was better. And I think largely it was because of the script he got. Like the last script yeah. was really mushy, mushy feeling. Not a lot of action, right? Yeah. This one was called Killer Frost. And boy, was there action. Geek boner. Holy shit. We got a lot of reveals. We made a new, the God of Speed. So Anthony, this dude, Savitar shows up. He looks like a Transformer. Uh, and he says he is the God of Speed. He looks like Megatron. He looks like Megatron from the Transformers, <laughs> but he's super fast. He's tossing Barry around. Nobody else sees him. And uh, alchemy works for Savitar. They're all like acolytes of Savitar. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Savitar is the big bad? I guess for right now, this Savitar is the big bad. Uh, also, a cup here. I'm just going to go down what happens. So, another speedster on there. More, like, well, boy. yeah, it's a. I'm not watching, so. Look, not only another speedster. Here's some more uh, spoiler, spoilery right? bits. Wally West uh, grabs Alchemy's rock, gets sucked in a cocoon. That's. <laughs> is that a euphemism that's for something? Great, yeah. uh, that's what? Is that Grab a euphemism? my rock. Grab my rock. You'll be in the cocoon. That's what the kids are calling it this day. Grab my Cycle. rock. <laughs> so he's in the cocoon. They bust him out of the cocoon. He's got fucking speed powers. He can run fast. He has powers. Uh, Caitlin goes full on fucking Killer Frost, dude. She, she, Is she evil? She, well, she seems to turn evil and then really conveniently quickly, like, it all gets yeah, sucked it back. Yeah, very, very conveniently <laughs> awkward. Barry talks her animation. back down to it. And, That's- and we find out who Alchemy is. Anthony, do you want to know? Sure, go ahead. Anthony, we should have seen this coming. Al- Wait, let me guess. Yes. It's, uh... I got nothing. Bizarro, Bizarro, Barry Allen. Yes, it's that Julian. It's Tom Felton's character. Geek Mooner. Oh. The, the other CSI that's there. Oh. oh, you meant the actual Bizarro Barry. No. Yeah. That, no, it's that CSI from it, that earth or a different Harry earth? Potter. No, he, he, uh, he is from that earth, but he was, he was new when he, when he, after Flashpoint, when he came back, suddenly this guy's been working here for a year and he doesn't know him and he's the, He's the yeah, CSI. The English dude. The English dude. Ta- the Draco Malfoy from Harry Potter. Yes, Malfoy. Uh, so he's fucking alchemy. But, Ruggs, what'd you think of. Does he know that he the Flash is, fl- is Barry Allen? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, so he's fucking with him as Barry Allen and fucking with him as a Flash? Yeah. He What happens is he forces Barry to quit the CSI because he knows that Caitlin is Killer Frost. And Barry goes back All to right. him and he goes, Look. All right, you yeah, don't have to explain yeah, that's that what happens. Me. So that's the deal. He makes the deal. <laughs> Rugs, what'd you think overall of this uh, Killer Frost episode? It was okay. I didn't like the whole turn back to good thing. Yeah, that happened very quickly. Yeah, it was way too quick, and uh, it it did put a big mark on the episode in a negative way. I thought Daniel Pennebaker was very good, though, at her character, even with all the ups and downs. She was all right. She was all right. And then her and Vibe, like, fight, like, they battle, and uh, yeah. that was kind of I cool. think the biggest thing was uh, the reveal of... Uh, you know, Savitar, the, the last speedbender, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, and how uh, they all kind of teamed up to save him. You know, and uh, she—you could see that Killer Frost's powers are pretty strong if it could damage the the speed god. Yeah, she, uh, her, and uh, Cisco teaming up was cool. Now the question is: Is he really a god, or does he just think he's a god? Maybe he's Kanye. He he's the fucking Kanye of the, oh, speed, the speed force. I am the greatest fucking speedster. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, but I, I, I like that. I mean, there's a lot of good action and a uh, better Kevin Smith episode. He's also, he's doing an episode of Supergirl that'll be coming out later also. So, so there's going to be that, um, there's going to be the big crossover. Yes. Yeah, so I have a link here. You guys, they've uh, put out a, 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 like a two minute trailer for the crossover. Anthony, you're going to miss this while you're out of out country while you're in out yeah. country. Uh, the f- I'm going to really miss, I'm, I'm going to have a lot. To next, about. uh, starting next week is the four issue four issue four episode crossover with the dominators titled invasion. Have you guys, uh, you want to check out this trailer? We do time jump. Let's do it. Time jump. Nerd. Well, we figured out that, uh, Adam gets his suit back. Wow. So much. Geek boner. Uh, that, yeah, there's a couple of interesting things in there, but that just looks like a really fun sci-fi superhero fucking movie. Like that, that did look fun. Right? It did, I mean, it looked, it looked, it looked sci-fi channel esque. Well, yeah, we it did, but expect. still, uh, like uh, this is like a, like almost like a justice league for the TV. Yes. It looked good. We see, uh, Ray gets his suit back. Uh, we also see the other guy who has a similar suit. You find out in Legends Tomorrow is Steel. Ray makes him a suit because uh, he drew. He's like, I had this idea for a suit. and He does a drawing, and Ray actually makes the suit. But to see like all the 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 nerd tech guys working together, and then just the aliens and the team up, and the it fucking looks epic. And spaceships. Uh, this is crazy. Like what after this, like how are people going to not going to be like, there was fucking aliens here and spaceships and the earth, or are they going to retcon it? And no one's oh, going to remember any aliens of everywhere all the time. That's a, that's a good point. So, so, and that's the other thing. She is coming into this Arrowverse. Like this is, she will come here and her Supergirl show is a separate universe, but even her meeting heat wave, like such like a despicable, you know, morally gray hero i thought it was kind of interesting how is she gonna react to this it looked good i it looked like a lot of fun and if you have all these properties you might as well do something cool like that and even the aliens didn't look half bad they didn't look bad and i I, I like the look and uh i'm just looking at you got to see deathstroke yes deathstroke will be in this so the the hundredth the arrow episode is going to be the hundredth episode and that's probably going to be a really big one but man this is uh this looks like a lot of fun and i'm looking at like the everyone up in a row standing and i'm like diggle is like the probably the most useless guy really out of all these people if you think about it now uh, well maybe not maybe some of the new team too it's just he doesn't have well, any heat wave just has a gun he, that's true heat wave just has yeah, a gun I mean, that he'll burn people you gotta look heat, heat wave just has a gun uh i mean oliver doliver doesn't really have a any gun powers. oliver just has an arrow what's her name white canary just has a staff yeah all those guys yeah but then you got your heavy hitters and your vixen and your firestorm and uh adam and steel who's the heaviest hitter supergirl right supergirl, supergirl would have to be the heaviest hitter now, now we've talked about how they've kind of like like she's not super powerful like in this universe like she gets hit she gets beat down but Amongst these guys, it's got to be Supergirl. Yeah. In this universe. So, man, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. We will review this whole thing next week, Rugs. You got to be there. Once it runs through. Oh, yeah. I'm going to watch it all. Yeah. It's going to be great. Can't wait to listen. Heroes versus villains crossover event. All right. Let's get to a little bit of The Walking Dead. We had another um, interesting episode about uh, a, a completely different location and another group of people. Uh, catching up on them. Something that we're not huge fans of because it seems to slow everything down. It, yeah. So the episode... But this this episode, at least, I'll defend it in this episode, they at least continued the Carl storyline. Yes. Okay, so... We were cutting between at least two different things. So to recap real quick, now we finally get to see 
Maggie and Sasha at the hilltop and what's going on there with the Gregory. Carl is there. Uh, and uh, right off the bat, I would say the stuff I liked was that Gregory's a fucking dick and it's like you love hating him. And Maggie is badass. And she's probably going to end up fucking leading Hilltop. She's a way better leader than uh, slimy little Gregory. But Jesus. Jesus. Jesus doesn't want to be leader, though. Like, I think he just wants to be the guy, like, to get things done. Well, he well, what happens at the end of that episode is Jesus is out to check out something with the Carl. Jeez, you just ruined Imran's recap. That no one wanted to <laughs> well, that 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 Carl thing is interesting because that's a lot like the comic books. But we, oh, we're, here we go. Kind of waiting for that face off. Uh, but in the comic books, Jesus wasn't there with him. But I think uh, I have an, I have some news bits that we can probably figure out what's going to happen. But Anthony, what'd you think of uh, what was this episode called? I can't remember. Doesn't matter. Uh, roller skates. You know, I was. I was really hard on this ep- on Locking Dead last week, yeah. and I'll say this episode didn't uh, piss me off. So I actually kind of liked it a little bit. I thought it was a little bit more interesting. The hilltop we hadn't seen them in a while, and the fact that we were cutting between the hilltop and uh, Carl. Go get it, Carl storyline. At least there was like two things yeah, going on. Yeah, so that's a good point. Really decompressed, and the the other thing that I liked was. It wasn't Negan monologuing. We got that other actor in there kind of playing Negan. Yeah, he sends like a, his captain. Uh, yeah, be like, so oh, it, it was Negan. like a little different. And it wasn't, by the end of the episode, there wasn't this like despair. There was like a little bit of hope. So nobody knows where Carl is. He just takes off. Like nobody knows where he is right now. And like, yeah, what do you think? I mean, of, you know. I, wasn't that kind of weird? I thought that was kind of. Uh, oh, he wants to kill Negan. What What do you think of the whole roller skating through the zombie apocalypse bit? Was it cute or it was highly irresponsible? Was it unnecessary? I mean, they had a little moment. I, I, you know what? I, I saw a lot of hate on the yeah. internet for it. I actually didn't mind it. I thought it was all right. My whole problem nice. with the, with yeah. this episode was that after last week's the the week the week previous, the annoying Negan episode, where like you were yeah. like, "All right, why are they doing it like this?" Because I don't know. You guys talked about the Negan episode. I don't think I did, right? No, you did it. We did. Yes, like, that first shot where. They open the gate and it's Negan like smiling, like, how you doing? <laughs> I'm like, the first shot should be the gate opens and it's Daryl with a fucking shotgun pointed to his head. That would be like, okay, fucking all right. What's going on here? Because I'm like, at that point in time, like everybody had a free shot at Negan right there. They had a free shot at Negan a lot of yeah, times. In there's that a lot episode. of, and it was just very frustrating. So this episode uh, and the dialogue was terrible, by the way. I know they pulled a lot of it from the comic, but it just didn't work. Just it was well, and it was ninety minutes, and it didn't need to be ninety yeah. minutes. But this episode was a lot better because it seemed like more grounded in reality, and like yeah. things that happened made sense. The only thing I didn't like was that guy that was there for Negan was acting Neganish, and I don't think everybody should act like uh, over the top cartoony asshole. His like he's just constantly smiling with yeah, that smile. Yeah, I don't like that. He's Negan Light. Like make me feel scared of you like in another way. Like there's there's a better way to do this. That's a good yeah. point. But now like uh I love I kind of love Gregory being a slime ball because that is how some people will react to this agreement. You know, they're just uh, they they can't handle it. They're and they're out to just save their own hide. He's your classic leader that just is really not meant to be a yep. leader at all. Yep. Yep, and I love how they're kind of setting up Maggie to to kind of be the badass to to lead because she's barking orders already. 
you know, she's telling Jesus, you go do that. And then I'll do this. And she gets the fucking tractor. The, the only thing is kind of weird to me about the hilltop is I just don't, there's no depth of like how big this community it seems very is. Small. It's just that yeah. mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then it like seems like the mansion surrounded A by courtyard. You know, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. Like ours. But then you go in the mansion and no one's living there except Gregor. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I felt that. So I don't, I, I still don't understand how big we the haven't seen more than just like outside in front of the mansion, basically. Right. Uh, but so it doesn't seem like that big of a community, but then you, the way they talk about it, it seems like it's a community. So I don't know. That that's the only thing that kind of bugs me about the hilltop. That's good. That's a good point. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know how big it is, and uh, I just I liked how they were like, uh, we were gonna like they set that trap, and they were gonna come in and clean it up, and they're like, uh, you guys uh, took care of it for yourself. Good for you. I like that. <laughs> uh, but. I, it was it was a little bit better. It wasn't as it didn't make me as angry as the last couple. Well, of and there's some intrigue. Like it's not just Negan fucking shoving his dick down someone's throat. It like the end of the episode ends with Jesus and Carl yeah, on the yeah. on the like they're actually someone's fucking being proactive and not and fucking taking doing something. Shit. Yes. Uh, here's my question though. And I like G- and Jesus's character, although he hasn't had like a lot of character development. Just the way he acts and the way he fights is different and is kind of intriguing. He's great. For me. He's British too. They're all fucking British. It's crazy. But that has nothing to do with why I like I know, him. I'm just saying you would. I think you would. You. I think you are. I think you're an Anglophile. That's what I think. It is. <laughs> oh, uh, here's my question. So remember Maggie and Sasha? They they were like, we're gonna walk to the hilltop, right? Because she was sick, right? And but the bodies are buried there. Glenn and Abraham's bodies also correct, right? We saw their graves. Mm-hmm. How the fuck did the bodies get there? Yeah. Who know. brought the bodies? Definitely not Maggie and Sasha. They dragged those fucking bodies all the way to the hilltop. I thought I somebody helped them. I no, I don't know. Who there's nobody else was, there. I think it was just them two, but is that is that really what you're Yeah. Just How the you fuck did the bodies get there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I thought someone helped them. I thought there was I don't Maybe they alluded to that it. That doesn't make any sense. I don't remember. to it in the episode. I have to see it again. Also, what? Remember last season, uh, Heath and Tara went on a supply run? Like in the middle of the season? Yeah. Where yeah. the fuck are they? We're going to find what out are next they episode. Oh my God. We got to wait. Look, that's the longest supply run ever. They're just still out there. They don't know what the fuck's going on. So what, what I learned, which is also, this is why it's frustrating, is these first four or five episodes... It's only been a, like a week and a half in their time. It's very frustrating. Well, that was a complaint I had. Yes, last week. it's very slow. It's only been a week and a half. So you're like, when is all this stuff happening? This episode doesn't piss me off. I'll yeah. say that. It, I was like, okay. Like, I, I was somewhat entertained by it just because there was different stuff going on. What do you guys think of like these episodes having extended uh, time lengths? What do you mean? Oh, like another half yeah. hour? You like it or you hate it? I mean, if the story's progressing, it, right? then it's okay. If, but if you're just dragging out something that should be a half hour long to an hour and a half long, you're a fucking asshole. Well, yeah, the, the worst was last week. Like, there's no reason that episode needed to be an hour and a half, uh, especially when you don't change scenery at yes, all throughout the yes, entire episode. Yes, and they're just adding more ads. Like, like when there's Game more of ads Thrones by- does it, they do like you know they'll do like a two hour episode to wrap up something. And they'll fucking throw everything in the kitchen sink and, like, wrap up everything really nicely. Like, if you're going to do a big episode, like, use it to actually gain some ground. You know, it has to matter. Well, 
Uh, guess what, guys? They You were going to see a lot more extended episodes. Next season, episode six. Swear, next episode is 70 minutes. And the mid-season will be 90 minutes. They're uh, moving forward. Like, some of them have been, like, uh, 60 minutes, 63 minutes, 85 minutes, 66 minutes. They're, they like this extra length, and we're going to get extended length episodes. I don't, I don't mind the length. I just mind if the content is good. Like, I thought... Uh, Needs more girth. Uh, it, yeah, yeah, the yeah, width is go. fine. Nice. It needs more girth. No, well, the, I mean, the length is... is the fine. length is fine. Yeah. But, um, like, last year's season premiere, yes. when they had to fight off the zombies in inside the the quarry yes. like i thought that was all right that was an hour and a half i think once or twice they've used it properly but for some of the other ones it's just they're they're selling more ads i see i see your next note and i kind of want to get to okay. this okay so not to not the uh no, i'm going to skip to the the rating okay yeah so that's the other things i'm saying is uh we're you know we're watching but a lot of people aren't the walking dead has Dropped uh, the lowest rating since the third season. Oh, uh, shit. Not good. This uh, this downward momentum seemed to have started at the beginning of the season. Isn't that the pattern, though? Like, the first couple episodes are high, then the mid ones all, all slump, and then the, the mid-season goes high again? No, but this, this one is very... No- this is the worst it's been in a while. Okay, so the, 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 the season seven premiere debuted to 17 million viewers. This is the second highest viewed episode of the series. Behind the season five premiere. Since this season's premiere, the ratings have dropped each week. Episode two, 12.5 million. Wow. Week three, 11.72 million. Episode four, 11.4. This week, it dropped under 11 million. Oh, shit. It's dropping week to week. It's still the most watched series on Sunday nights, but clearly this is not the pattern Good. you want the ratings to go. Good. Because, no, yes, I, maybe this I is am, sending I am a message. Glad to see that. Right? Yeah, because. I mean, we talked about it last week, and Rug Boys said this before even this season. But show show needs some work, man. And this this season especially has pissed a lot of people off. This is like the first show, first time, like a lot of my friends that watch Walking Dead that are like hardcore Walking Dead fans yes. were like, yes. like there's just something off about these. Like they don't that like ne- yes. that Negan episode. Like I think it, it killed. killed yes, yes, yes. That may have been when it actually jumped the shark because I agree because for years I was like this is the best fucking show on television. I still will watch it live, but I, I was excited to see it every week. I have lost that excitement you, since. You, you can't have a group of people that you've seen go through ten times worse things yes. than Negan, yeah, and not be and be caught with their pants down like, and just get castrated like that. Yeah, instantly. I mean, like it's just like. That everybody, the people who weren't even there when it happened are like all scared of Negan. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's just crazy. Mm, that could have been, that well, may be the I jump to show. And I complained the two that no one other than like now Carl, which is why I kind of liked this episode, but like, come on, like Rick, the, who's supposed to be the lead is just like, just such a baby now and just like taking it. Like, that's not what you want from your lead characters is them to just break that quickly. You know, plus plus these episodes, like, let's look at real quick. Like the first episode was basically a torture fest. Yeah, yeah. Second episode we got, we got it was miserable. First episode was absolutely miserable. Second episode was Second goofy. episode was Ezekiel. Yeah. Okay, fine. Third episode was watching Norman Reedus eat dog food over and over <laughs> and over yes. again. Fourth episode was an hour and a half of Negan sliding his dick down Rick's throat. So we had uh, three out of the first four episodes were just the most depressing things you could ever Walking watch. Dead, you are losing viewers week by week. Does understand? Do you understand? Whatever you're doing, you... And, and we're in, what, season seven? Yes. Like, 
seen a lot of depressing shit yes, to go like, to go that depressing. The I don't one know. thing that you have to hang on is that Rosita found a fucking bullet shell. That's, that's it. all that's, you have to like be like, like all you're right, right. We're gonna get this fuck. Think about it. They nothing. have yeah. they have no guns. He's taken half of their shit. They don't have beds to sleep on. Uh, I uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is very it's, troublesome. You know what I know the problem is too is that that episode with Rick and and Negan at, you know at uh, Alexandria. Yeah, was it was so poorly staged that it made it more frustrating to watch because you're like all these open shots on Negan and all these ways. And then, yes. and then you got like uh, Daryl batting his eyes like in Morse code and shit. Like <laughs> that was it. He said uh, Gimple said that wasn't Morse code, but he was uh, he's like good on you for trying to force that in there. But Rugs, you're right. There's moments where nobody's around. Rick has Lucille, and Negan has his back turned to him. What are you doing? I would have killed him, right? Because you take out the head of the beast, and then you. you but get, then you got, you're risking. You but you're ris- you're risking whether all his men will just kill you instantly, Listen, or I, I, they're going to jump, and you're the leader I now just because you killed their guy. I checked out the moment. This is when I checked out. I checked out the moment when. Rick and the people were going to fuck with Negan in the first place, and he and he made this big speech like we're all gonna fight, and we're not gonna. A lot of us are not gonna come back, and we just gotta do this shit. And we're gonna fucking yes. take him, and then yeah. the minute one guy gets beheaded, like he loses like his fucking whole shit. That I forgot about that because then he comes back and holds another meeting, and he's like, "Well, I'm not in charge yeah, anymore. It's like that, this uh, is how it is now." Like they made this big, like really they made this big push that they were gonna fucking use everything they had to fucking kill these guys, and no matter what, we don't turn back. Whoever we lose, we keep going because we have to push. And then they just fucking as soon as two people get injured or they lose their way, then the whole thing, the, all the wheels come off of it. And I'm like, okay, I can't. You know, they keep. You know, writing checks they can't cash. Also, I just yeah. I don't like that our lead has no balls. Yeah. That's yeah. and and the fact that our lead is having like another personality shift. Yeah, like and not a good one. <laughs> like he's he keeps like every season he changes like to a different yeah. Rick. Yeah, but no one likes to see little bitch Rick. And I don't know how you come back from this to make even make it uh, even or even. That to make it valid or make it meaningful, like the way they've written themselves into this hole. The only, you know, what the way to come back from this? They won't do it because, as Imran likes to point out, the comic. No, well, not either kill Rick or make fucking uh, what's Glenn's wife's name, Maggie, oh, yeah. the fucking star of the show. They could have done this a much better way if they didn't make Rick seem like such a pussy. Like they could have still had the same story going on. But if they yeah. would have staged it properly, so Rick had no choice but to do what Negan says. Yes. But in this last episode, that wasn't the case. No, and, no, you, yeah. And he's like willingly being a pussy, and yep. that takes something away from Rick to a point where he's unrecognizable and there's nothing left of him that we like. I, I, I agree. I wish there was a little side moment where he's like, you see him that he's working on a plan that he still has yeah, his balls. They, need, they needed that one scene where he's still working. And maybe on it's something. just him and someone else. And he's like, don't tell anybody else, but I got a thing. You know what it's like? I've it. This is a pro wrestling yeah, reference, yeah. but it's like when the hero in pro wrestling, when they constantly have him lose over and over and over yes. and over. And then all of a sudden he's going to win the title. It's like, no dude, like, you 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 devalued that character so much, so much that, that it doesn't. He's not, it, he's not even the same guy it, well, anymore. Well, it's not even meaningful when he does come back. Right. Huh. When he comes ah. back, it's not believable anymore. 
Like, so here's another question. Do you guys think like, you know, for the majority of the show, we followed our main group and I was always kind of excited to see the larger world. I think everyone was. We're like, what else is everyone doing? We're starting to see these other communities, but I don't know if this show can handle it. This, the, the, the larger world properly. Like I, I think they can handle it if they just would not decompress it. (laughs) <laughs> but if they would just run it where you learn about multiple things at multiple times. This is how they're handling the 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 the, the larger world is by this decompressive writing. Well, the ratings. The I mean, ratings, ratings would be are, otherwise. Uh, yeah, the ratings are showing you that six million people dropped off from the. This first is the episode. thing that they're doing wrong. It's not that they can't handle showing all this stuff, but they'll spend like twenty minutes on a conversation that is just about. Yeah. What like you're scared of or I'm having feelings about this. And then all of a sudden they'll just yeah. gloss over like a major part of the plot. Yeah. So yeah. they need yeah. to stop doing that. That's all they need like to the, do. The amount of episodes where like nothing happens, yeah. you know, it's all mood and atmosphere. Like once in a while do that. Not every fucking episode. Yeah. It's just that, I mean, this tone is the tone overall. This, this season's been pretty miserable. So, and rugs, I go back to your point. You're, you're like, they need to take a, a page from like, say a breaking bad in terms of how to tell the story and how to do side stories for it to still work. Uh, they, it's just the storytelling structure. It's weird. I don't know. Like, and so Scott Gimple is teasing that they're the, the, the whisperers are coming also like, this is so we just fucking met Negan. And now he's going to introduce another big thing from the comic books. I think it's a little much. I don't know if it can handle it. I, I, I disagree. I, it's not. It's not the amount of characters. It's the way they're telling the story uh, that's yeah. the problem. Okay. I don't think it's the amount of characters at all. Negan on his own is interesting. He's great. But when you have ninety minutes of him doing the same shtick over and over, <laughs> yeah. that's fucking old. Wow. I mean that. But if you bounce him off a character like. Well, that the problem with that episode too is you just bounced him off of Rick over and over and yeah. over, and Rick wasn't giving no, anything. Nothing changed. So yeah. You didn't bounce him yeah. off of like anybody else that would have been interesting. Hmm. It's very interesting. You had every, and then anyone that you did bounce him off of acted like a little bitch. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's got an army. Dude's got an army. They all show up. Uh, but I'm not saying what's realistic. I'm saying what fucking entertaining. Yeah. I'm hoping that the next episode where I mean our, we're not even going to see that's the thing okay so you you got you got me interested with Carl and Jesus going to see where Negan lives we're not right. going to we all know we're not going to see, gonna see that. that for like four episodes yeah, yeah. yeah. it's going to so take a while we've already caught on to the fact and that's why we're getting more and more uh, frustrated because we know it's going to be a okay we're going to leave you hanging here we're going to go here instead and and, and it's just it's getting monotonous to this point where like, OK, now they're switching us around every time. And it's just, you know, you you want to like have that, you know, cliffhanger. I want to come back next week and see what happens. And then they, they've done this too many times where they they put a cliffhanger in their ending and then they don't go back to it. And right. It's just crazy. Right. Wow. And then you look at like something like the flash, which you guys talk yeah. about, which will have a cliffhanger and then immediately yeah. resolve it in the next episode. Which sometimes that is also, well, sometimes it's too yeah, fast. But at least, also but it, like, at least, yes, but at least they're addressing what they set yes, up in the prior episode. At least there's episode. some closure. You're going to wait four weeks to find out what happened. You forget where it left off. Yeah. You had to wait. What was it? Three, two. So you episode yeah. one and you had to wait for two episodes yep. before you got back to Rick. Anything with yep. Rick. So, and that, that episode one ended with like Rick, like crying and fucking broken. And then you don't get back to and him so, until two episodes. And now, yeah. And this episode, we don't see him at all. So it's going to be another couple episodes. 
Well, if he's acting like a little bitch, I yeah, don't I don't want to see his fucking again. face. So, speaking <laughs> of the little bitch, uh, Andrew Lincoln and Norman Reedus have renegotiated their contract. So, not only are the ratings dropping, um, they're going to be paying the two leads a lot more money. Can you guys guess? Don't click the thing. I want you to guess how much money they make per episode. A hundred grand for, for for is that your guess? Well, I can't. I don't, I don't, yep. If it could be a million, I mean, per episode, well, uh, I'll go five hundred thousand. Okay, Anthony's a little bit closer. As it stands now, uh, Andrew Lincoln and Norman Reedus will each make five hundred and fifty thousand per episode okay. this season and. Next season, they're making $650,000. Oh, shit. A fucking episode. The price of a really nice house every fucking episode. Well, you know, Charlie Sheen used to make a million per episode on that fucking- Charlie Sheen. And uh, I think Seinfeld did also. And the or the Friends, Friends, and the Friends, the Friends cast. By the end, they were making a million fucking so that's dollars the goal. an episode. That's the end goal. Yes. And I was actually surprised. This was a lot lower. They've than been on for like seven seasons. Yeah. Right? So it, yeah, I thought that they right. would be getting paid like more. I, I thought they were getting that. paid less because it was AMC. Was well, cable. That's true. But, but if they're getting like almost network money, because network yeah. is way bigger than cable. Big oh, the stars of the Big Bang Theory are making a million around a million dollars an episode. Ew, why? Lame. That is wasted money. And then I'm sure the Game That's of Thrones network money though. They have that. Game of Thrones are probably making way more money. No, less, I would say. Less? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I thought that was interesting uh about uh what it costs to make this money. And finally, uh let's talk Telefriend. Telefriend. No, not yet. Almost. We're almost there. I want to talk <laughs> about Carl's future on the show. Because you said uh first of all, Carl was like really bad aim with his one eye. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> that was kind of funny. That does make sense. Right? Yes, his, uh, his, his depth perception would be yeah. off. I don't know how he's going to shoot Negan. He's going to fucking miss him. He can't even fucking throw a dart straight. Just keep firing bullets. Just just spray it. You got to hit the one in the middle. Hit the one in the middle. You got to spray them. So they're following a little bit this storyline where Carl does sneak onto a Negan truck after one of his visits to Alexandria. And in the book, it's great. He goes back and he kills a bunch of people. And Negan's like, uh, kid, I respect you. I like you. That's not bad what you did here. However, I don't know if that's what's going to happen on the show. Speculation is, again, spoiler alert. Carl Grimes may be killed off in The Walking Dead, so Chandler Riggs can go to college. The actor tweeted about his future plans to attend school earlier in November. He's like, I just got accepted into Auburn. So Carl's going to college, okay? Sometimes these guys, they go to college, they still do shows, but then... Chandler Riggs' father posted a message uh, on Instagram that with a picture of him and Chandler, and it says, completed seven years on The Walking Dead, hashtag freedom, hashtag The Walking Dead. Oh, shit. Ah, uh, what the fuck? He's, uh, his seven-year contract completed. Uh, and then there's a deleted Facebook message from uh, his dad. That says seven year contract completed. Grateful to AMC cast and crew, the Walking Dead fan base, and especially Chandler for always being 100% dedicated. Blah, 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 blah. Do, what does this mean? Carl is done. They're going to kill him. He's gone. That would be cool. I'd be cool. I, I would, I mean, I would. Here's, a, here's, a, here's a thing that doesn't make any sense, and it's just because of the length of the seasons, but also the way they've written the show. Carl's aged seven years in real life. Yes, that Chandler Grimes yes, or whatever yes, the fuck his name is. Yes. But in the show, since it's so goddamn decompressed. Yes. It's only been like what two yeah, he years. He should not be this old already. <laughs> like he should be a kid for a lot longer. So yeah, he's gonna age out pretty quickly. Uh, also, Auburn University is 
driving distance from where the show films in Georgia. So it's not a stretch. It could be manageable. And there I just, we just like talked about hearing that they're doing on purpose. Like they always do shit like that. Yeah. It doesn't mean he's gone, but honestly, hey, I wouldn't. Kid. Yeah. College ain't going anywhere. College, Take the money. College is a scam kid. It's not going to help you get any jobs. Uh, but dude, he's, you're right. He's aging too quickly. I would be okay if they kill fucking uh, Carl because uh, the baby shouldn't be alive. If we were going according to the book. So he's got a kid still. Nobody should be alive. Nobody should be alive. <laughs> if they killed Carl, that'd be fine. That'd be all right. That would be a that'd be a good uh, a good way to get Rick uh, back in the game, maybe. Although I I enjoy Carl right now more than I enjoy. Yeah, he's Rick. got he's got more balls than his fucking dad. He's got more balls than. His but imagine dad. Negan kills Carl. Now Rick has a reason to fucking go all out for war, get everybody together. Oh. So at some point, Rick is going to have to just gather the hilltop, the kingdom, Alexandria. Get them all together. Isn't that what's going to happen? Maybe. I don't know. Rick doesn't seem like he's anywhere near that, that place to be doing that. I mean, that was the first thing I would have thought of if I was Rick. I'd have been right? like, dude. Like, I mean, he doesn't know that the other place exists yet, does he? The kingdom? He No, he no. knows about the hilltop. I don't think he knows about the kingdom because uh, Carol and Morgan are I'm not. But as soon as he finds in. out about that, then he'll be able to do the, the people. He'll be like, I need an army. Like, he just needs an army to fight their army. Yeah, they don't have a gun. They got no. well, at least Rosita. At least Rosita found a. They bullet, got a right? bullet and uh, and an empty clip. They got a bullet and they got what? What's his name? Eugene. But you got that's all you, you still need. Got Tara and Heath out there. They could run across a bunch. Didn't of Didn't they bury guns in in one of the episodes somewhere at one of those houses? Uh, mm, I don't. I, don't think, so. from, I think that's a, from a. That different was a season. different place. No, that was that before was in, they went to uh, Alexandria. They buried guns. All right. Any other uh, television thoughts, recommendations, suggestions? Do you have any more thoughts? No, I have no thoughts. I'm good. Uh, uh, now that Did I you see stopped... anything that was worth watching? Well, I'm digging uh, Westworld. Oh, it's great. It's fucking deep as shit now. Like it, the, the first couple of episodes where you watched them because you were like, I don't know what's going on, but it's really interesting. But I have no idea what's going on. And now you're like, oh, shit. And now if you go back and picture. Yeah. And if you go back and watch the earlier episodes, you pick up more things. So do you want to hear my theory on this? Sure. Wait, let's do this. Spoiler alert. Okay, go. Okay. uh, Oh, wait, this. Here's the rundown. Okay. Well, I definitely think there's multiple timelines going on. You do. Okay. I definitely think that... um, that the company, uh, Delos. Yes. I think that they want, I think the IP that they want is they want to be able, I think that they want to be able to download people into these bodies. So, so download they, people's consciousness. Yes. Yeah, so they can be immortal. Live forever. Cause she says like the park isn't what we want. We want the code. Yeah. We want you to get, they the want to code. figure out how to make, how to have a uh, conscious thought be, be code. So, you know, the fact that we find out that Bernard's a fucking host and he kills uh, the girl, like, how many of those other people do you think Ford has replaced with fucking hosts? Yeah, I mean, I think he's building, he's building that, that girl that, that got choked out. I think he's building a new one of those. Oh, Elise. Because that was vacation probably, when she's going to come back as a robot. Oh, boy. And Tessa Thompson's pretty hot in, in this show, too. She's naked, even though she doesn't have Who's that? She that's the Delos, the corporate girl, oh. Delos. That and she's gonna be in Thor. She's gonna be in Thor. Remember she was fucking Valkyrie. that the host tied to tied to the bed? 
she just answers the door naked. Yeah. When uh, she gets sure naked. Yes. Have you seen Westworld? No, I guess not. No, not yet. It's, I, dude, it I, is. I saw. It is a crazy deep show. Rugs, like I said, this is my this is my Game of Thrones. Like this, I I love. I love the sci fi fantasy, and I can get into it. And uh, the, the so it is multiple timelines. Like we're watching. You think Man in Black is that dude William? Yeah. And so, because hmm, Dolores is having you flashbacks. Think Dolores is is really uh, the bad guy. No, I think Maeve is going to be the bad guy. No, no, I think Dolores is the guy that they're talking about. Is like the she's Arnold. Arnold is no, in not, him. Not Arnold. The she is uh, the person that killed everybody. Oh, remember in that flashback, she you see her killing everyone. Everyone is yeah, yeah. done on herself. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he stops her. Yeah. Uh, she's flashing back to her other lives and shit. Yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah, it's interesting. And- it got me hooked now. Yes, absolutely. And so they've been renewed for season two. And I heard they have like a five-year plan for this. I think it's going to be a show to watch. Hopefully uh, it gets bigger and broader and not just always in Westworld. I hope we get out into the real world. We get to see what the world that they live in. And it goes bigger and broader. Because I think in the movie there was other worlds that you could go visit. And Westworld was just one of them. What I like about the show is that it's kind of had this slow buzz build. Like Like it took a while for it to for people to really uh, get, and the show took a while to start, but now like every Monday, everyone is like, holy shit. Did you see fucking, it reminds me a lot about Battlestar Galactica. Oh, with the Cylons and who's human and who's not kind of thing and playing God. And so like, you know, you have the corporate end, you have the, like the marketing end, then you have the art end and Ford and he's trying to create art and he doesn't want corporate to destroy the art, but I don't know what anyone's end game really is. The whole thing with Bernard being a host just fucking threw me for a loop. I was like, what the fuck? Did you watch Battlestar Galactica? I did. I, di- I didn't watch. I watched the half of the last season, which I heard wasn't. No, the, well, the last season shit was shit. But like the, the first, first three, two, three are great. Seasons, oh, my God. Did you ever I watch that, that Anthony? No. The reboot. It's so good. So good it's yeah. it's very smart, intelligent sci-fi. Yeah, like, absolutely. Amazing. You'll get hooked uh, on that, too. And uh, <laughs> Black Mirror. The new season of Black Mirror on Netflix is fucking awesome. Yeah, I watched an episode or two of that. I love that show. It's so good. And I've been trying to catch up on the Gotham, but it's just a crazy show. That show is nuts. No, I haven't watched that either. Uh, I still have to get caught up on some of these shows. Like Did you Arrow see Cyborg stuff. Superman on Supergirl? Yeah. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Lame. I was really excited. I, Supergirl's got better on the CW. It okay. is better. It's a much better show. Yeah. There's lesbian action. It's great. Oh, yeah. She, Alex comes out. Uh, is that his yeah. sister? Yes, her sister comes out. There's like a Lesbianics. there's like a, a, a underground bar where all the aliens hang out. That That's I don't like. Cool. I fucking hate you don't that. like that. Yeah. I like that. It's fun. There's a lot of fucking wackiness. There's a there's more Martians. Uh, they got Monel in there. Monel's in there. He's uh he's not bad. There's a little romance. Blah blah blah. Arrow. I'm still digging Arrow, man. I love the season of Arrow. Supergirl's got to have some sex at some point. <laughs> Who? But she'd have to like, fuck Monel. Like, That's the I, only I know, person. I'm just saying Barry never gets laid. No. Okay. Arrow every once in a while fuck somebody. Barrow, Bar- but Barry makes out with uh what's her name all the time now? In front of his dad stepdad or awkwardly. Dad. Awkwardly. Uh but like, you know. You want to live Most... vicariously through these heroes. And I mean, and then look on Legends of Tomorrow, you have like uh, Sarah Lance, openly gay superhero. You know, that's 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 great. How they, they, I love how they write her. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's great. I'm just saying, like, you know, you got to get these superheroes into like the, you know, the 2017. She, I mean, we finally got to see her drunk. We're watching, like, we're watching like uh, Westworld, and we're watching yes. like shit on the AMC. And like, there's so crazy. much nudity on Westworld; it's hilarious. Yes. They're just naked all the time, walking, sitting on stools in a cold room, naked, it, just sitting there. nipples as hard as rocks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, it's great. There was a uh, Evan Rachel Wood went on like Jimmy Fallon and she's like, so my first scene ever with uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins, Anthony Hopkins, and I'm sitting Anthony, Anthony topless. topless, but she goes, the first scene I'm with Anthony Hopkins is I'm sitting in front of him on a stool, buck ass naked. And this is the first time I've ever met him. The first time I work with him and I'm just, just naked in front of him. And she's like so good on the show because she has to like stop her emotions, become a robot, turn it back on, turn it off. All in front of Anthony Hopkins, butt ass naked. Uh, it was quite an interesting day at work, I would think, for that person. Yeah, right. It's a great show. Oh, for sure. It is a good show. All right, look, I got. I want to shout out uh, one person on Twitter, uh, Ashlight at Ashlight Grayson, who's recently discovered the show, and he's like live tweeting his comments to every episode on Twitter. If you go on our Twitter feed, that's why my Twitter yes. like has like. 15 notifications within like a minute. Yeah, he's like literally listening to the episode and like talking back to us via Twitter. Ashlight, good work. I love it. Keep up. uh, Everyone should do that. Everyone should do that. It's like a, it's like an active conversation whenever on demand. Uh, But I love, I love that kind of engagement listener. And uh, I want to hear from you guys more like Ashlight at Ashlight Grayson. Follow him for, and I will, I'll follow him. Right. Give 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 him a follow. Yeah, I follow him. All right, we just before we peace out, I just want to thank uh, some of the networks we're on for carrying the show. We be geeks, a place to hang your cape, the Lounge Network, and Tangent Bound Network. And you can also hear us on Geek Life Radio every Wednesday night, nine PM Central. GeekLifeRadio.com. Rugs, where can the people follow you, Rugs? You can follow me at Really Rugboy on Twitter. That's it. That's all I have to say. Just follow him very closely, right behind him. Uh, <laughs> but look, listener, what you should do if you found our show, if this is your first time, if you're just checking us out, like on our website, jockander.com, subscribe to the show in any podcast app. We're everywhere. That way you won't miss a show. It'll come right to you. You don't have to worry about when the show comes out. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Google play, YouTube, iHeartRadio, player FM, tune in. If you visit jockander.com slash review, it'll take you to our iTunes page. You hit the subscribe. And then you leave us a nice rating and reviewing. But really, the subscription. Grab your friend's phone and subscribe them. Tell a friend. Spread the geekery. I want you to subscribe everyone in your circle of friends, physically. Grab their phone and do this. Talking nerd! And then run away. Anthony, uh, have fun out there in the Filipinas. Oh, I'll try. Send us a postie card. Yeah, and try to fill a boobus. <laughs> Philip Oh, shit. <laughs> Not just the penis. Philip That's their sister country to the north? Yes. <laughs> to the north. It's, it's actually like right in the middle. And then if you go further There's another south, one. Little, yeah. <laughs> Over there. Yeah. All right. Look, gang. Thanks for listening. This is for the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. Hey, we'll check you next time. <laughs> we out. Wowie zowie! Go stroke a barbell.